tonight from Lansing, Michigan at Edward W. Majeski Stadium as the St. John's Red Wings take on the Lansing Eastern Quakers in the CAC Red Opener. We're coming at you coast to coast on the air and online at Z92.5.com. The opening kickoff and start of tonight's game is right around the corner, but first, here is my broadcast partner, Bart Matthews, and our starting lineup of Z92.5 team members. Well, thank you very much, Ted, and thanks for not putting up too much of a fight over this chair. Hey, that's a pretty sweet-looking chair, buddy. Uh, our sponsors tonight, how about Alderman's and Lennon? Also, Allaby and Brubaker Insurance, Applebee's, Applebee Oil and Propane, Bex Trailer Superstore and Service Center, Cellular Connection, CLH Insurance, Fast Eddie's, Ferrell's Tree Trimming and Removal, Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance, Graham's Accounting, Hub Tire Center, Jacobs Insurance, Journey Federal Credit Union, Kingsley Insurance, KP Auto Body, Main Street Pizza, McKenzie and Crosby Insurance, Memorial Healthcare, Mercantile Bank, Mid-State Sales and Service, Mint City Excavating, Oaks Fisher Insurance, Postal Connections, R&R Marine, Rotary Glass, Sports Scene, Sportsnet Michigan, Young Buick GMC, and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. Well, I'll let you catch the end of the playing of our national anthem here by the Eastern Quaker Band. Welcome back to the Press Box. I'm Ted Fattel with Bart Matthews, as I mentioned. And, man, again... Thank you so much to our great advertisers. You hear their spots read here live at the stadium. Definitely, when you get into their businesses, tell them you appreciate these games on the air. We really do appreciate their sponsorship. Before we tell you a little bit of pregame information here and let you hear a couple spots here, let's go back to the Z92.5 studios and let you hear this short commercial message. Are you ready for some football? Check out the newest edition of High School Sports Scene. You'll find photos and stories on local teams and student athletes. Grab a copy of your favorite high school or on the newsstands today. For schedules, previews, feature stories, and more, pick up our latest issue or check us out at highschoolsportscene.com. E925, the Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. Well, both teams are off to 0-2 start. St. John suffered a tough, tough loss last Friday night against Ann Arbor Pioneer, 27-26 in overtime. The Red Wings gave up a 20-0 halftime lead. 
Quarterback Colton Paul led the wings with 71 yards rushing and a couple touchdown passes, both to Jamin Medlock. Carson Vandenberg scored the TD in overtime, but St. John's was stopped a yard short going for the two and the win. Pioneers sent it into overtime after the Red Wings had a late hit with a TD pass with 30 seconds left to go in regulation. So Dave Marigee and the St. John's Red Wings, uh, a tough, tough loss last Friday night, Bart. Yeah, you're uh, very unused to uh, seeing these St. John's Red Wings starting 0-2. A uh, real proud tradition over at St. John's High School. But starting 0-2, really nothing new for these Quakers, huh? No, Quakers, uh, they lost last week 18-13, to really. They were in the game against Lansing Everett quarterback Trent O'Brien. Scored the first TD of the game on a five-yard run. He hit uh, wide receiver Tracy Holbrook with a 13-yarder with just 18 seconds left. But as they say, a little bit too little, too late for the Quakers. Eastern has really struggled on the gridiron in the last decade, going 1-47 in the last six years. With that W, a 26-17 win over Jackson in 2013, or 2014. rather. Currently, they're on a 31-game losing streak and 3-62 and in their last eight years. Uh, their last win season was all the way back to 1997 at seven and three but uh they're keeping the pride going there's they're fired up and uh, you know they're gonna i think give the red wings you know a, a battle tonight we'll see yeah. what happens we're hoping for a real competitive matchup tonight uh be listening for the player of the game brought to you by kingsley insurance and the mimic insurance group providing quality insurance products for educational employees and their families for over 60 years Visit kingsleyinsurancegroup.com for an online quote today. And, of course, the drive of the game tonight brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC. They're on M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. Well, it's a beautiful stadium over here. We we got room for you if you want to come on out. It's a, it's a big, big stands on both sides of the field. Great hospitality by the people over here at Lansing Eastern, and uh, we anticipate an interesting matchup. By the way, St. John's uh, best player coming into the season, Connor Near, who I understand uh, has signed a tender to go play at Ferris State. He's out with an arm injury, and uh, he's expected to be back in about three or four weeks, but he is out of action tonight, and that's going to uh, tighten things up a little bit right there. Going to put a damper on this offense. It's not the Veer. Nope. Split backs. Just a split backfield. I always call it the Veer. We're going to call it whatever we feel like. <laughs> but uh, St. John's going to be pretty much running the same traditional style of offense that they've always done. Real smash mouth, real hard-hitting defense as well. First time I've ever seen these Quakers, though. Yep, first time ever. Uh, Captain E-Man back to the studios. I'm sure is excited to have this on Z92.5. We're excited to be here. St. John's will receive as Eastern won the opening coin toss and deferred till the second half. So the Red Wings up front will have at one tackle, 295-pound junior Sam Hallad. On the other side, Tyler McNamara, 265-pound senior. The two guards, Reese Armbrusmacher, a 215-pound 12th grader. Noah Kudwa, 190-pound senior at the other guard. And snapping the ball will be Andy Fortin, a 210-pound senior. At tight end will be Cole Thomas. At wide receiver will be Luke Pirtle. In the backfield, it'll be Brock Miller. Jamin Medlock and Keegan Kinney. And the quarterback for the Red Wings will be Luke Kudwa. We're about ready to kick it off. Eastern will approach. Tavion Connor Aikens will kick it downfield. It's fielded by 
Luke Pirtle at the 10, the 15, the 20, comes up to about the 24-yard line where he's brought down by a host of Quakers. Uh, Eastern will start up front. Will Roberts and Philip McIntosh are the defensive ends. Inside tackles will be Santana Hernandez-Ortiz, 235-pound 12th grader, and Remy Loggins, 230-pound sophomore. The linebackers are Devin Tolls, Amadi Pulliam, and Damon Milton. And in the secondary, it'll be Hugh Johnson. Terry McCord, Lyshawn Blackman, and Damari Rowland. Red Wings quickly break the huddle. Flanker to the right, quick hit. Running back comes up between right guard and tackle and is stacked up at the line of scrimmage. Maybe got a couple of yards. That was Keegan Kinney on the carry. Big number 55, the first one there, Phil McIntosh for the Quakers. Eastern is uh, coached by first-year head coach Jordan Morgan. Red Wings longtime head coach Dave Maragie. Glad you tuned into this one tonight on the Castle. It's a great facility and a great view of the field right here, Ted. Oh, it really is. Well, here's a dive play right up the middle again. It's Kinney. Takes it across the 40 to the 45-yard line. Finally tripped up there by number 15 for the Quakers, Terry McCord. And the Red Wings run that quick-hitting split offense. The ball carriers really run the play fakes with the quarterbacks, and it's hard to tell who has the football. Great fake right there. I thought Brock Miller had that ball cutting left and uh, going right up the middle. Beautiful play. So the Red Wings break the huddle, Fortin over the ball. They'll quickly bring their quarterback, Kudwa, up over center. It's a power play to the left-hand side. Brock Miller gets to midfield. He's brought down there by Devin Tolls and Damon Milton. Quakers wearing the solid navy blue pants, jerseys, and helmets. The gold numerals on the jersey. St. John's wearing the white traveling shirts with the black pants and the red or black helmets trimmed in red. And that's how you do blue and gold if you want the fans to be able to recognize the players. Absolutely. Pirtle over here this way. Here's a dive play up the middle again to Kinney. Kinney crosses the 45 of Lansing Eastern and inside the 40 to the 39. Brought down that time by Terry McCord and also helping out on the tackle, Lyshawn Backman. That'll move the chains. The Red Wings going left to right as we're seeing it here atop the press box. 10.25 to go here in the first. No score, Red Wings on the initial drive. We're at Majeski Stadium here at Lansing Sexton. Split backfield. Quick hitter again. Kinney straight up the gut. Has the 30-yard line. Spins at the 25. And they're opening up some holes, the big guys up front right now. In on that tackle was linebacker Amadi Pullian. But Sam Hallad... Armbrus Mocker, Fortin, and Kudwa, along with McNamara, doing a good job up front. Keegan Kinney, four carries, 44 yards already. Yeah, he's off to a good start. Looks like he's going to be the feature back here for the Red Wings this evening. They'll break the huddle of the lineup. Jamin Medlock tight on the left side. Here again is Kinney straight up the middle. Has some room. Again, crosses the 20 to about the 16-yard line. Damari Rowland, the first one there for the Quakers. And they are just gashing that Quaker line right now. Lansing Eastern, a proud, proud school. I know uh, back in the day, really known as a basketball school. They had the Don Johnson Fieldhouse and Paul Cook. I think he coached the Vincent boys over there back in the day. Here's the handoff. This time it goes to Brock Miller. The sophomore squirms between left guard and tackle up close to the 10-yard line. Hugh Johnson there along with Devin Tolls for Lansing Eastern. 9.20 to go here in the first quarter. They move the chains. 
They're going to mark him down, uh, looks like right around the 14-yard line. So the Red Wings will have it first and 10 at the Lansing Eastern 14, trying to knock it into the end zone to our right. Castle game of the week, Lansing Eastern and St. John's. Counterplay comes this way. Miller up the middle to the right into the end zone. Touchdown. St. John's Red Wings and Brock Miller, the sophomore, takes it in from 14 yards out. Yeah, nice little move to uh, initially evade that first contact. Bounced off of a couple of defenders, and after that, nobody was anywhere near him. No, and a picture... Once he got past that line, I mean, no linebackers, no secondary, no nothing. Picture perfect drive for the Red Wings. They'll attempt the PAT. Out of the hold of Luke Kudwa, it'll be Blake Munger. Here's the snap. Good snap. Ball's placed down. Kick is up, and it is good. So early on in this one from Lansing, it's 7-0 St. John's over Lansing Eastern. Farring doesn't follow an 8-5 to schedule. A slow week is 60 to 80 hours. Your land, livestock, and family rely on you. And that's why you should choose farm insurance from Auto Owners Insurance. Because every policy comes with a local agent. A real person who lives right in your community who you can rely on to keep your farm covered no matter what. Visit Allaby and Brubaker Insurance. A third generation agency in St. John's and East Lansing. And online at abins.com. Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all mid-Michigan area athletes. At Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC, they know it takes teamwork to be successful. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. Proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Well, the Red Wings take a 7 nothing lead. What a nice little drive there, about, about a 65-yard drive or so. Somewhere, somewhere right along those lines, yeah. I believe they started that right close to their 25-yard line or so. Only one carry under four yards. I mean, just huge yardage on that one when you think that it was only eight runs. That's a St. John's drive right there. We'll set the lineups here on the other side of the ball right after this kickoff. It'll be Blake Munger to kick it off deep for the Quakers. Devin Tolls, he's standing at about the five-yard line. Here's the approach and the kick. High end over ender goes over the head of one of the guys on the side, and it goes into the end zone for a touchback. So up front, it'll be Tavon Connor Aikens at one tackle, along with Phil McIntosh. The guards are Kyrie Brown and Shron Trainer. Damon Milton will snap the ball. Tight end will be Tyler O'Brien for the Quakers. Terry McCord will be the wide receiver on the other side. In the backfield, it'll be Ricky Bell along with Devin Tolls. Tracy Holbrook will be a wide receiver. And Trent O'Brien, 5'11", 165-pound junior, will man the controls at quarterback for Eastern. They'll have a split backfield here. O'Brien, the junior QB, looking over the line of scrimmage, takes a snap. Hands it off to the first back on the left side there. I think it was Tolls on the carry. Check that. That was Ricky Bell. He is stacked up up front by Colby Munger. Joining Munger up front is Noah Kudwa, Kyler McNamara, and Corey Cressman. The linebackers are Cole Thomas, Reese Armbrustmacher, and Keegan Kinney. And in that umbrella secondary, Luke Pirtle and Mitch Nylander are the corners. Brock Miller and Carson Vandenberg are the safeties. A quick hitter. Hurry up offense, maybe a loss on the play. Back to the original line of scrimmage that time. That was the ball carrier, Devin Tolls, brought down by Armbrustmacher there for the Red Wings. Third down and ten, Lansing Eastern. They quickly go into the huddle, now break it out of there. 
They'll send a wide out way on the far side. Caleb Patterson, they have one over here this way. Slot back on the far side. Quarterback back to throw. Bryant rolls to his right. Has time. Throws a pass up. Bobbled. Tipped up in the air and falls incomplete. O'Brien had some time to throw or run. That's the, everybody's using the term now. RPO, right? Right. Yeah, great defense right there by Brock Miller. Able to deflect that one. Kind of playing, trying to contain the quarterback and guard his man at the same time. Able to get the hands on that one. O'Brien did have the option to run that time, but elected to throw it. So it's incomplete. It'll be punt situation here for the Quakers. <laughs> Mitch Nylander and Luke Pirtle deep for the Red Wings, standing right around midfield. Football field is in pretty good shape. I was down there before the game. A little surprised they don't have turf over here, but it's a pretty decent uh, real grass field. Here's the step. Low step. The punter. Now he runs it kind of like Australian style, kicks it downfield, takes a roll there for the Quakers, and will be down right around the 40-yard line of St. John's, where the Red Wings will have it first and 10, leading it 7-0, just under eight minutes to go in the first. Fast Eddie's Car Wash and Oil Change Centers have been recognized for years as one of the top 50 car wash, detailing, and oil change centers in the nation. At their 16 Fast Eddie's facilities, they focus on preventative maintenance for your vehicle, offering services like transmission flushes, radiator flushes, and everything your vehicle needs to keep it running at peak performance. Right now, they're offering up to $20 off any of these services. See your local Fast Eddie's Car Wash and Oil Change Center for all the details and other great savings. St. John's on top, 7-0 on the 14-yard run by Brock Miller. Miller gets the call again up the middle this time. Gets good yardage. Near midfield, he is stood up that time by Damon Miller. Also, Lee Sean Blackman there and on the hit for the Quakers. Double check that last runner. It was 41 and not 21, so it was Hunter Harrington on the carry. Red Wings break the huddle. Here's the snap, and again, it's Harrington getting the call, has first down yardage across midfield to about the 45 of Lansing Eastern. Bottom of the pile there for the Quakers, Amadi Pulliam. Well, I'll tell you, the blockers for the Red Wings doing a nice job. There's some cross-blocking going on yeah. in there and just doing a really good job opening up holes for these quick-hitting dive plays by the running backs. Another eight-yard gain on that. Here's the ball carrier out in the open this time. Number 11, that's Carson Vandenberg, crosses the 30, the 20, the foot race, the 10, 5. Made it just into the pylon on the far side. 47-yard touchdown run by number 11, Carson Vandenberg. We're going to run out of room on the stat sheet in just a couple of seconds. Carson Vandenberg, a great hole opened up like you were talking about before. And after that, he made a couple of guys miss in the uh, secondary and just off to the races. 13 to nothing, and St. John's making this look easy. Here's the PAT. The kick is up. And the kick is good by Blake Munger. So still 6.58 to go in the first quarter. 14 to nothing, the Red Wings. When Mother Nature leaves you broken branches or toppled trees, call Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. Farrell's does tree work in all four seasons, has three certified arborists on staff, and offers the latest technology in tree health care. They also sell firewood year-round and are licensed 
by the Michigan Department of Agriculture. Check them out online, ferrellstree.com, or call 989-862-4453. Experienced, equipped, insured. Ferrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. Well, St. John's uh, sending a message here early on that they do not like starting the year out at 0-2. And they moved into, well, there's a new alignment in the uh, CAC Red Division. We'll tell you more about that as we go along. But off to a good start here, 14 to nothing. And I don't know if I've ever seen an offense this balanced as far as distribution of the ball in the first quarter like that. You know, to have four different backs, uh, Keegan Kinney, Brock Miller, uh, Hunter Harrington, and Carson Vandenberg all getting major touches and all getting serious yardage every time they touch the ball. Yep. So the Red Wings on top by a couple of touchdowns here. We're still early in this one. Here's a kick. Bounces at the 10-yard line. Finally picked up by Terry McLeod. Comes back this way, and he has run down at it right around the 15-yard line. Good pursuit and good kick. Throughout the seasons, Mid-State Sales and Service in St. John's has the outdoor equipment you need to keep your yard looking its best and all the power to get the work done fast. Get great season-end pricing on your dream mower. Or get ready for fall cleanup with a new chainsaw or leaf blower. Power up with Mid-State Sales and Service. M21 just a quarter mile west of DeWitt Road in St. John's. Mid-State Sales and Service. A proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Quakers with the football. Split backfield. They'll hand it to the back on this side. Breaks a couple of tackles. Good run. Good job that time by the ball carrier there. The quarterback on the play fake and option, Trent O'Brien with the carry, takes it up to the 30-yard line and moves the sticks the first time here this evening for the Quakers. Well, so far, what I, I'm liking what I see, Bart, as far as uh, the amount of players, the enthusiasm. You know, it's tough when you're going through a, a, a struggle with a 31-game loss streak like they have. I mean, we saw Owasso suffer through that when they got the monkey off their back against Corona. Here's another carry. This time the ball carrier stacked up at the line of scrimmage. That was Devin Tolls that time running right into Colby Munger and Kyler McNamara. But that's got a way on you, especially in a sport as tough and as physical as football, to every week lose, you know. Yeah. That's tough. Even, even a two or three win season, you know, you can keep your head in the game. But they're right now, they're scrappy out there trying to hang in there. Wide out each way for the Quakers going right to left. Here's the handoff to Ricky Bell. I can't help but say Ricky Bell and think of the former uh, USC running back, Ricky yep. Bell. USC, Tampa Bay. Was that in, uh, help me out, was that late 70s, early 80s? Yes. That, that circa? That era. Yeah. 5.40 to go here in the first quarter. Wide out comes this way. Tyler O'Brien, normally a tight end. They'll throw trips over on the other side. Single back behind the quarterback, O'Brien. Going back to throw, throws a little swing pass out in the right flat. The receiver hauls it in. Has some room down the far sideline. That's Damari Rowland. Takes it into Red Wing territory. Had some nice blocking. I believe that was Rowland. It was either five or number six. Yeah, that was number six. That was uh, Damari Rowland. I'm not so sure. We'll go with it. Pretty tough to tell the difference between five and six. But it's five in there right now. Split backfield. Trent O'Brien looking over that line of scrimmage. Here comes a blitz. It looked like the Red Wing player read that wrong. 
That was uh, Jamin Medlock had a full head of steam. Almost looked like a, a Canadian Football League offensive play <laughs> as he was going full speed to the line of scrimmage. And he jumped the gun there by about three yards. So offsides on the Red Wings. That'll move the ball to the 30-yard line. So best drive so far here for the Quakers who trail 14 to nothing. 4.50 to go here in quarter number one. They'll send a wide out each way. Tight end on this side of the field going right to left. Split backfield. Here's a handoff to the left halfback, Ricky Bell, the 200-pound junior, gets two or three yards. Down at the bottom of the pile was Colby Munger that time for the Red Wings, and it looks like we got a Quaker maybe shaken up just a little bit. Yeah, I think that, Bart, 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 let's clarify. I do believe that was tolls on that swing pass. You think so? I do. We got uh, Roland down here. I'm pretty sure that was number five. It changed the fonts. I know. <laughs> Split backfield. Trent O'Brien out of the shotgun or pistol this time. Fakes it to his left halfback. Keeps it himself. Going to be short of the first down. Runs into Keegan Kinney. Also number 40 was there for the Red Wings. C.J. Crum. It's going to be a yard short. Third and one. Coming into the game here. Caleb Patterson will bring the play call from the sidelines and the bench. Coach Jordan Morgan, big play here for Lansing Eastern, but they're definitely in four-down territory. They have the ball at the 27-yard line of the Red Wings. They'll send a wide-out way on the far side. Patterson is flanked here this way. Split backfield out of the pistol. Trent O'Brien, that's the shortened-up shotgun. Play fake, throws a little look in over the middle to his tight end. It's caught and going across the 10 into the end zone. Tight end. Tyler O'Brien, so the O'Brien to O'Brien connection, and that was a great play call. Yeah, just a little toss right over the middle, and well, nobody anywhere near either O'Brien on that one. Well, what was so good about that call? What do we got? That was a 27 yard completion. Was, uh, you know, it was third and a yard, and everybody thought the run was coming. Yeah. It was play action, and he found the tight end wide open on just the little look in. Great call. So T Trent O'Brien to his brother, Tyler O'Brien. They'll tempt the kick here. Devon Connor Aikens to the left footer, kicks it up. Looks pretty good from here. The referees agree. So we had a 14-7 ball game. St. John's over Lansing Eastern. The Quakers a little momentum boost. Keep up with everything MHSAA on social media. Look us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube for tournament updates, event announcements, and high school sports news from around the state. It's the best way to connect with the MHSAA every day. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Promoting the value and values of educational athletics. If your car becomes a victim of a deer collision, KP Auto Body in St. John's will get you back on the road fast. They can handle foreign or domestic models and work with all insurance companies. Their certified technicians can handle complete paint and glass work, auto framework, and complete mechanical repairs. Plus, they'll give you a free loaner with service. They work with Hetler's Towing, so you can get 24-7 dependable service. KP Auto Body and Hetler's Towing, proud sponsors of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Okay, so a nice little drive there by Lansing Eastern. Cuts the lead in half, 14-7 now. St. John's on top. 
Here's the boot. Fielded at around the 14-yard line, up to the 15, the 20, 25, 30-yard line. On the return, Luke Pirtle takes it up close to the 40-yard line where he is brought down there. Looks like number 34 was the first one there for Eastern. That was uh, Tyler O'Brien. Man who just had the TD. Let's see if the Quakers can make some kind of adjustments on defense here because St. John's has basically just been running it right up the gut and Eastern not able to make a stop at all in those first two drives. So here's a quick hitter up the middle of the ball carriers out in the open. Keegan Kinney, that time he gets first down yardage across the midfield stripe to the 49-yard line of Lansing Eastern. Terry McCord and Hugh Johnson in on the tackle there. I asked the guys, what, it's just the initial U, and they said, well, he has about 17 letters in his name, so everybody just calls him U. Wow. There's no way you could pronounce it. Here again is Kinney on the dive, the quick hitter that time. Lansing Easter does a pretty good job bringing him down for a short game. Got five on that carry. Down to 2.35 to go in the first quarter, 14-7. St. John's over Lansing Eastern, our game of the week here on Z92.5. Sports Forum to follow, 10 o'clock or so, as soon as we get back to the studios from the Lansing area. We'll be on until midnight. We have a quick uh, snap, but a timeout, Lansing Eastern. They may not have had enough players on the field, so timeout on the field. 14-7, St. John's leads it here over Lansing Eastern with 2.23 to go here in the first. Your number one St. John's Red Wings fans, Auto Owners Insurance and the McKenzie and Crosby Insurance Agency are a winning combination. We'll work with you to ensure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Call McKenzie and Crosby Insurance Agency, 989-224-2479 or visit McKenzieCrosby.net. Mackenzie and Crosby Insurance Agency, your independent auto owner's agents. In the military appreciation night, it is Fowler over Fulton right now, 7-0. That one's uh, winding down the first quarter. We'll try and get you as many scores as we can off of Twitter tonight. So it'll be St. John's after this timeout. Split backfield, wide out over here this way is Luke Pirtle. Here's the ball carrier around the left end, has some room. That's Brock Miller down the far sideline inside the 20, the 10, and is finally pushed out of bounds right around the 10-yard line by Hugh Johnson and Damari Rowland. Boy, just a nice run that time by Miller. Miller, only a sophomore, shows some really good speed. Yeah, St. John's just banging it and banging it and banging it in the middle with those quick hitters and then able to cut outside like that. Yeah. And once Miller was able to get the corner, they were very fortunate that he didn't score on that one. Yeah, the linebackers all converged inside, and he hit the outside. They're going to run that way again, Brock Miller. This time the Quakers do a good job stacking him up. Will Roberts and Santana Hernandez-Ortiz, the first ones there for the Quakes. Under two minutes to go here in the first quarter from Majeski Stadium here at Lansing Sexton. I'd be a little surprised, Bart, why anybody would park way over there and pay to park over there when you could park over here for the same fee, right behind the stadium. Maybe it's for a charity or something? Maybe. We can only hope. 
Well, that are some very enterprising young <laughs> folks. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Here's St. John's with the ball carry. And the running back that time stacked up at the line of scrimmage. I think that might have been Miller again going yep. right. It was Brock Miller. All of a sudden becoming the workhorse here for the Red Wings. This Quaker defense starting to tighten up like you haven't seen on the first two drives. So we're down to a minute to go here in quarter number one. 14-7 St. John's, but the Red Wings threatening to knock it into the end zone to our right. We're in the white unis. Quick snap by the quarterback. Play action pass. Rolls to his right. Has a man in the open. The end zone, the tight end, incomplete. Just over the head of Jamin Medlock. Terry McCord with some nice defense on that one. Yeah, the six-foot uh, junior did a good job reading that play and was not fooled. So it brings up fourth and five. What will Dave Maragie do here? I think they're going to go for it. He's looking at his play sheet right now, taking their time. He may end up having to call a timeout if they don't get moving soon. You definitely don't want to get five yards marked off here. They're at the five-yard line. Fourth down and goal from the five. First quarter winding down to 46 seconds to go. They break the huddle. Back judge still hasn't started his count. Here's a quick pitch to Miller. Left side. Cuts back against the green. Takes it in from five yards out. So the third TD of the evening for the Red Wings, a five-yard run by Brock Miller. And Miller untouched on that yep. play. Nice little cut to go back in towards the, or against the grain on that. He probably could have made it uh, stay it outside, but he would add a little bit more contact. Cuts in like that. Nobody touches him. So the PAT team comes out. Blake Munger, Luke Kudwa will hold it. Good snap by C.J. Crum. The kick is up and good. So they get that touchdown back. They just gave up 21 to 7 now. St. John's leads it over Lansing Eastern right here on the castle. 42 ticks on the first quarter talker. You always get the best at Beck's Trailer Superstore, the nation's largest trailer dealer. With over 1,200 trailers on 45 acres, you won't find a better selection anywhere. Whether you're looking for an open or enclosed trailer for work or play, you'll find the perfect trailer at Beck's. We offer flexible financing options through several national and local lenders to offer the most competitive rates and payments from only $69 a month with approved credit. For the best selection of quality trailers at unbeatable prices, call 888-SAY-BEX or visit BexTrailerStore.com. William Graham Tax and Accounting in Corona has been servicing mid-Michigan since 1985. Professional tax and bookkeeping services for individuals, corporations, and self-employed partnerships. Conveniently located on Bacchus Street in Corona, a couple of blocks from McCurdy Park. If you have questions, contact the experienced staff and schedule your free consultation. For more details on William Graham Tax and Accounting, stop by or give them a call or find them online at grahamaccounting.biz. Score from Fenton. The Fenton Tigers lead the Owasso Trojans 20 to nothing early on in that one. Here is the kickoff. They run a reverse. Ball carrier coming this way with it. That's Devin Tolls. Tolls has some room at the 40. Runs over, man. Then coughs up the football. We get a late flag. I think St. John's might have it. They're indicating they do. We haven't seen the official make a call yet. There is a penalty flag, though, keep in mind. Just once I'd like to see the team on the... Uh defending team or the kicking team just kind of shrug their shoulders. Hey, we don't know. We don't know. We, we have no clue. Well, St. John's <laughs> has the football right now. It was a nice play, and again, a good yeah. call by the Quakers. They ran a reverse on the kickoff, took it up to about the 45-yard line where Tolls was just yeah. popped. 
Yeah, some holding over back at the 30. Brock Miller held by about three different Quakers. Yeah, Not very Quaker-like. No. Not very religious. So the penalty is against uh, Lansing Eastern, and that is declined. St. John's will take the football. And what little momentum this Lansing Eastern squad had has just completely vanished. Yeah, that hurt. Yeah, they got a cool-looking mascot down there, don't they? There's uh, Mr. Quaker walking down right in front of us. You see the poster over there? Very cool. It's it, it's as it's huge. It's as serial as you'd expect it to be. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Quaker Oats. Here's the pass or the uh, the pitch. And we got penalty flags all over the field right now. Carson Vanderberg was the ball carrier. The other logo, I mean, it looks just like the Quaker Oats. It logo, does. For sure. Why not? You come up with a good uh, logo like that, might as well use it until mm -hmm. they tell you to cease and desist. And I don't know why they ever would. I know. It's just free publicity. Yeah. Speaking of that, we might we might have a little Colin Kaepernick and Nike talk tonight on the Sports Forum. I don't know if you had a chance to see the ad, uh, but uh, I think Nike knows what they're doing. I was waiting for a football game to start, and I kept thinking, you know what, just do it. Just just get this game underway. Right. And eventually I said, you know what, I'm just going to watch Big Brother and go to bed. Ah, so you never did watch the game, huh? I did not. It's just, you know, you got to close to 9 o'clock, and the game wasn't on yet. And right. I said, you know what? Not going to happen. I'm not staying up till 1 o'clock to watch some sloppy football. And it was, by uh, all accounts, not really much of a game. It was a ho-hum game till the end. I actually went to bed before it was over, uh, but I recorded it and did watch the tail end of it this morning. It was it was fun at the end. I think the commercial got a little bit more notice in the game. Yeah, we'll talk about that tonight. Here's a snap out of the shotgun. The penalty was against St. John's a moment ago. It sent them all the way back to their own 40, and now on that pass completion over on the left side, it was complete to Mitch Nylander. They lost yardage on that one, so the Red Wings are going in the wrong direction. But that'll end the first quarter play here on Z92.5 after one, our game of the week. It's St. John's 21, Lansing Eastern 7. And the player of the game, boy, we got some candidates for St. John's already. Uh, Going to be brought to you by Kingsley Insurance and the Mimic Insurance Group, providing quality insurance products for educational employees and their families for over 60 years. Visit kingsleyinsurancegroup.com for an online quote today. And, of course, at the end of the night, the drive of the game, brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac, Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso. Saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. You want to talk about candidates? Well, we've had a lot of great drives already, and the uh, second quarter is just getting underway. Well, this courtesy of our friend at the Lansing State Journal, Brian Calloway. Aaron West, a 40-yard TD catch for Grand Ledge. And they take a 7-3 lead over East Lansing with 237 left in the first. Grand Ledge drive uh, extended thanks to a pair of East Lansing penalties. I believe I got a buddy at work. I believe his uh, son uh, is uh, the quarterback for Grand Ledge Heilig. Oh, wow. And I tell you what, they, you know, those comments, I mean, you want to talk about a program. Oh, yeah both in football and baseball. The legendary baseball program for Pat O'Keefe. Well, score here is 21-7. I'm Ted Fattel with Bart Matthews. St. John's with the football and the lead. Here's the handoff to Hunter Harrington. 
Arrington, nothing there at all. So Quakers right now making the most of pinning St. John's back. They're looking at uh, third down now and about 30. Ball at their own 35-yard line. Yeah, and these Red Wings have never been a passing team. No. Not since uh, Andy Schmidt. Remember back in those days? Oh, yeah. I don't think you were broadcasting them, but you were working with us back then on the board. Ended up at Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan put out some pretty good quarterbacks, including Schmidt. Uh, Cleveland Browns cut their rookie quarterback from uh, Eastern Michigan from a year ago, but had a pretty good training camp. Here's a pass over the middle behind the intended receiver that time, Cole Thomas. So it'll be the Red Wings forced to punt here. Just early on here in the second quarter, 21-7, St. John's leads it over Lansing Eastern. Well, last time we were over here, it was the Corona Cavaliers taking on a very powerful Lansing Sexton team in the first round of the playoffs. The Cavs got drilled that night, and it was uh, it was one of the wettest nights we've ever yeah. been at a football game. It rained nonstop. It was a downpour the entire time. So far, it's overcast, but the weather is holding off. You know, it's interesting, you know, you, you bring that up. and You know, not a whole lot of folks over here on the, uh, the eastern uh, side of the stadium, but... A lot more than there were for that Sexton game, and at that time, Sexton was one of the best teams of the state in a playoff game. I know. It's hard to believe. I think the weather scared them away, but here's yeah. the punt, and uh, Eastern lets it roll, so they'll have the ball at their own 34-yard line right after this, trailing it by a couple of touchdowns. r r Marine offers complete marine service on boats and motors, outboards and inboards, and they can handle any maker model. With over 30 years' experience, they can service your boat or get it ready for any season. Don't let the elements take their toll on your water ride. Protected from ice and snow, R&R Marine offers winterizing and shrink wrapping for outside storage. R&R Marine, just south of Ithaca, right off US-127, offers service, winterizing, all-around boat care, and maintenance. Think R&R Marine for all your boat needs. Here's Trent O'Brien with the quarterback keeper around the right side, brought down right at the line of scrimmage, so no gain that time. Kyler McNamara and Colby Munger there for the Red Wings. Play comes in from the sideline. Terry McCord runs in the play. A couple of 0-2 teams going at it here tonight, trying to get the first taste of victory. Three wideouts on the far side. Quakers going left to right as we're looking at it. One back. They hand it to that one back. That's Ricky Bell straight up the gut. Gets about four or five yard lines. Red Wings trying to rip it out as he was stood up. Got about five, so he takes it to the 40-yard line. It'll be third down and four. Clock continues to run with 10-10 to go here in the first half. At halftime, we'll uh, pay a couple of bills at the studios, let you hear this week in the MHSAA. We'll tally up our numbers and have our halftime show. And don't forget, Sports Forum coming up 10 till midnight this evening. Here's play action. O'Brien rolls around the right, looking for somewhere to go. Cuts up field, close to a first down, should have it. Good athletic move that time by the junior quarterback, Trent O'Brien. So good read that time by the 11th grader. Run out of bounds right in front of the Quaker bench. Yeah, good job of pulling that ball back to him and uh, taking off, making that corner. So that'll move the chains. First and 10, Lansing Eastern. 21-7, to they trail it. They'll send a wide out each way, way on the far side. Tracy Holbrook, split backfield out of the pistol. It's O'Brien. He'll run the option left. Pitches it with his left hand, gets it back there to Devin Tolls. Tolls around the left end, run out of bounds, close to the first down marker. 
And I think he got enough. Uh, no, they're going to say no. Just short. Now, why would they start the clock up? It looked like he was clearly out of bounds, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, he was out of bounds. Toll showing some speed on a couple of different plays. Yeah. That one and that swing pass that we, we thought was number six. Yeah, I think it was Tolls. Amari Rowland. But, yeah, Tolls has got some wheels. Okay, three wideouts this way. Quarterback sneak. Oh, good yardage wow. right up the middle that time by O'Brien. Definitely a defensive line mix up there. And the quarterback, oh. I think, saw something and just hit the, hit the behind of the center and said, snap it, I'm going to follow you. A little unhappy and just parting ways on that one. Yep, so four, they take it to the 40-yard line. First and 10, Lansing Eastern. They have it at the 40-yard line of St. John's. Red Wings lead it 21-7. to Now, there's definitely some bright spots on this Quaker team. Absolutely. A tough loss a week ago, or in an opening action. Here's the quarterback, O'Brien, this time. Brought down for a big sack, though, that time. Actually, last week was their closest contest. Did they fumble it? They did. Wow. O'Brien, they were running the fake, and somehow it came out of there, and the Red Wings get the ball back. Just like that. Yeah, I think there may have been a little bit of a collision on that fake, and Bryant wasn't able to move and wasn't able to secure that football because of that collision on the fake. As I was mentioning, Eastern had a chance to end this streak last week, losing only 18-13 to to Lansing Everett. Not as close though as it would, not as close as it seems to be though. As uh, Lansing Eastern scored real late in the game with about 30 seconds to go. Here's the ball carrier for the Red Wings this time, bringing it across midfield to about the 45. That is Brock Miller on the carry. Got about uh, six yards, seven yards on that carry. Ball put right down at the 45. 8:18 to go in the first half. 21 to seven. St. John's over Lansing Eastern. Nice stadium here, isn't it? Yeah. Split backfield. Is that Miller again? Yeah, that time not much gained on the counterplay coming this way. Big number 71, Remy Loggins. 230-pound sophomore, the first one there. Also at the bottom, Damari Rowland. And that one right there is uh, Miller's 10th carry of the half. He's definitely the load star of this team, Ted. <laughs> uh some of your stuff I don't get, but I get that one. It's you and Mike Pence. It's, it's funny how Mike Pence uses that all the time, <laughs> but it's almost like he was set up. Here's a dive play on third and short, and it's going to be enough to move the chains. You know, if you were... Keegan, uh, Keegan Kenner right there on that one. Yeah. And a uh, nice carry right there. And, you know, St. John's just keeps moving the sticks coming off of that uh, that turnover. Have you ever heard that term before? Lodestar? Yeah. I'm sure I, I have. I've never, but I don't think I ever have it. If I have it, just never read it. Maybe like a tractor company or something? <laughs> Play action, Red Wings with it, a little swing pass out in the right flat, incomplete. was intended for tight end Cole Thomas. The problem with that one, it hit him right in the hands. <laughs> I think he was looking, taking a little peek downfield to see where he was going to run with it, and he dropped it. So stops the clock with 7-10 to go. You know, I'm not going to get all political here on this game broadcast, but have you ever, ever seen what is going on right now in this last year or so, and especially the way it cranks up every single day in the news cycle? Uh, there's some, some kind of circus happening all the time. Yeah. 
Here's Miller getting it between right guard and tackle. Breaks a couple tackles at the 30. Crosses the 30 down to about the 22-yard line. Lyshawn Blackman was there and on the hit along with Devin Tolls. Yeah, it's definitely a circus. Yeah, and, and Brock Miller right there. Six, seven yards before he's got any kind of contact with the blue shirt. Yeah. You know, this this uh, St. John's Red Wings offensive line is doing an amazing job. And it doesn't matter who they hand the ball off to. You're seeing big gains. Yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out because these, these offensive linemen up front are really doing a great job. So they'll break the huddle. Quick snap. Here we go. Inside trap play it goes. This time I believe that was Keegan Kinney. Kinney is knifed down after about a four or five yard gain by Will Roberts and Amadi Pullian. And we're going to get a late, looks like there's a penalty flag right where the tackle was. Got about five yards on that try. The referees are having a conversation to decide what they're going to do. And quite a bizarre story out of Detroit in the broadcasting booth, too. Huh? <laughs> Rod Allen and Mariam Pemba going at it. I, I didn't even realize that they were both suspended for the rest of the season. Uh, you know, I look at some of the cramp conditions that we've had, and how many times have we come close to somebody out because of, uh, you know, lack of seating. But unfortunately, Must have been a dang good chair, though, right? Had to be. But, but fortunately, Arm rests on it or something? Maybe a lazy boy recliner? Right. Broyhill or something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we've had our differences with uh, personnel once in a while, but not with each other, thank goodness. One of those craftmatic chairs that you call up with Art Linkletter? Certainly, sir. <laughs> I'd fight over that, too. Yeah, why not? Well, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You would think that uh, cooler heads would prevail and they'd at least be able to, uh, if they want to stay professional broadcasters in Detroit, to work it out somehow. But i got a feeling they won't. Here's a counterplay. That last penalty was personal foul on the Red Wings. So it sent it back to the 35-yard line. Run comes up the middle here to about the 31. Miller again on the carry right there. Yep. So brings up third and long now for the Red Wings. He's got to be close to 100 yards here in this first half. Morris on top, 24 to nothing. I don't have their schedule right in front of me who they're playing, but we'll get that shortly. Here's a pass around the right side. The quarterback for the Red Wings throws one up in the air. It's picked off by the Quakers. Now that was just up for grabs, and the safety back there just played free safety, played center field. That was uh, Tyler McCord with a pick. Yeah, a little underthrown and throwing it into double coverage on top of that. And late, too. Yeah. Late on the throw. Late. Very late. It looked, you know, uh, Kudwash probably could have taken that one outside, picked up six, seven yards on that one. So we have five minutes and 20 seconds to go here in the first half. 21-7 to St. John's, but the Quakers get the football back. They'll have it at their own right around the five-yard line. When it comes to insurance, you really want an agent who cares about you. Oaks Fisher Insurance, a family-owned, independent insurance agency offering hometown service and personal attention for all your personal and business needs. Whether it's auto, farm, home, life, business, or annuities, Oaks Fisher Insurance has the policy you need. Located at 322 North Water in Owasso, visit oaksfisher.com or call 989-723-3011. 
Well, here's Trent O'Brien with the carry around left side. Good yardage. Gets about seven or eight yards up close to the 15-yard line, almost a first down. Gets him out of trouble there a little bit. We'll call it the 14-yard line. Second down and a yard. We're under five minutes to go here in the first half. 21-7 St. John's. Single back. Trips over here this way. Tight end on the far side. It'll be O'Brien on the quarterback keeper around left end. Has first down yardage and more. Goes out of bounds at around the 24-yard line. So he moves the chains and stops the clock. Good move there by the quarterback, Trent O'Brien. And a real good job of shaking off that first tackle. Looked like he was almost in the grasp down on his leg, and he was able to shake loose on that, pick up about 10 yards. Good solid run by the 165-pound junior. 21-7 St. John's. Split backfield for Lansing Eastern. Wide out each way, going left to right. Here's a quick hit dive to the halfback stacked up the line of scrimmage. That time, Colby Munger was there along with Kyler McNamara. Ball carrier got nothing. That was uh, Devin Tolls again, just trying it up the middle. Clock moving, 4.22 to go here in the first half. Yeah, I don't know if that's exactly the soft underbelly that the Quakers want to try and run against. That that middle of that line is stout. It is. Here's the quarterback keeper this time trying to go up the middle that time. Looked like it might have been a little bit of a broken play as O'Brien kept it and brought down for a yard or two loss. Looked like uh, big Corey Cressman knifed down from his defensive end position that time to bring the quarterback down. McNamara also in on that hit. Clock moving, 3.40 to go here in the half. 14-point Red Wing lead. I'm Ted Fatale with Bart Matthews. Gorgeous George back at the studio doing a stellar job as always. Wide out on the far side. Actually, they moved the tight end way out on the far side. Three wide outs over this way. Here comes the blitz. The ball's on the field. And I think St. John's recovered it. Yeah. It was the pistol snap, and it looked like O'Brien maybe just looked downfield before the ball was in his hands. He dropped it, and the charging lineman recovered it for the Red Wings, and now they get a chance to knock in another score. Get unlimited with Verizon Wireless at the Cellular Connection in St. John's, your local Verizon authorized retailer. Get unlimited the Verizon way. Pay just $45 a line for four lines with HD video included. You'll be part of the largest, most advanced 4G LTE network in America. You get Verizon reliability at an unbelievable great price. Experience Verizon Unlimited. Visit Cellular Connection in St. John's, your local Verizon authorized retailer, 800 South U.S. 27 in the Southgate Plaza just north of Kroger. Carson Vandenberg on the carry, gets about seven yards, takes it inside the 15-yard line to about the 13. And his first touch since that 47-yard touchdown. Two carries, 54 yards, not too shabby. Not bad at all. He's still in the backfield. Oh, the ball's up in the air. It bounces right to him. Oh, the quarterback lost the handle. It bounced up in the air, and it looked like that was Vandenberg just picking it up out of the air. It was. Vandenberg got picked up, and I think the uh, <laughs> Eastern defender was thinking about slamming him for a second and probably realized it wasn't a great idea. Right. I think Vandenberg's probably pretty happy about uh, that. I would say so, but that definitely lowers his rushing average. Yeah, it? it does, just a tad. 
Third down. He lost a yard on that play. So third down, Allen, four. Ball at the 14. Only oh. averaging 13.3 yards per carry now. <laughs> Ball carry this time stacked up at the line of scrimmage. No gain on that one. That was uh, Keegan Kinney. So it brings up fourth down. The ball will be right at the 15-yard line. Is this field goal time for the Red Wings? Are they going to go for it? Blake, you're looking at about, what, about 32-yarder from there? Yeah, 32, 33-yarder. They're going to go for it here. Fourth down and five. Ball right at the 15-yard line. Clock moving with a minute 45 to go. Into the wind, just a slight wind coming out of the north. Oh, they're going to try and draw them off sides, what they're doing. Eastern not going to buy it. They're jumping there in the middle, but they know that they're not going to snap it. Now Marigy, I think, is going to wait and call timeout once the referee gets... Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, wow. Are you serious? Oh, boy. Not a good move. I'll, I will, I'll be kind and not say the name, but the nose tackle there for Lansing Eastern was jumping up and down, doing some shenanigans, and then just actually jumped a line of scrimmage there at the end. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. I mean, he seemed to be the one that was kind of not phased by any of this at all, and he's the one that affords that first down to St. John's. That's some youth right there. That was a sophomore, and that is a big, big mistake. Here's the handoff, the ball carrier for the Red Wings, close to the goal line. He's going to be just down a yard short. That was... Carson Vandenberg. And back to that last play for a sec. Obvious to everybody in the stands. Everybody here knew that St. John's was just winding down the clock yeah. as much time as they could. They were going to call a timeout and try a field goal attempt. Oh, man. Yeah, you don't see that happen you that often. never see that happen. But like I said, it was a young kid, and he'll learn from it. Now we have St. John's calling a timeout with 35 seconds to go. The clock's still running for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. They're going to have to put some seconds on the clock. It's still running. So timeout on the field, 21-7 St. John's. When it comes to your home, your business, or your car, no one knows glass more than Rotary Glass in St. John's. They've been in your neighborhood glass shop since 1990. Rotary Glass can get you the best quality in glass at the best prices around. They work with all insurance companies so you can get your windshield repaired or replaced with the lowest out-of-pocket expense. Improve the beauty of your home with new shower doors, kitchen cabinets, tabletops, or mirrors. Rotary Glass in St. John's on US 27, just north of M21. What if everyone cared like family? Memorial Healthcare understands the power of compassion and is committed to being there for your family. And that's why they have a location right around the corner with excellent providers you can trust, people who know you as neighbors. Because this is more than them helping patients. This is family. They're always there when it counts. Memorial Healthcare, commitment and compassion for life. Find a provider that's right for you and your family by visiting memorialhealthcare.org. Well, Bart, we may be getting some eight-man playoff action down the road here. Morris all over Mayville right now in the second quarter, 32 to nothing. I feel like the Orioles have had nothing but success since they went uh, went to that eight-man uh, league. Yep. St. John's with it. Here's the handoff, and the ball carrier just walks into the end zone that time. That was Jamin Medlock, a one-yard dive. Yeah, like you said, untouched on that one right there. It's just another good drive and uh, kind of a foolhardy penalty. Um, maybe a four-point, maybe a seven-point swing just yeah. because of that. 
That's one of the worst penalties I've seen in a long time. Yeah. There was absolutely no need. And we watched that Owasso game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good point. Here's the kick. It is up, and it is good by Blake Munger. So 28-7, to St. John's leads it here over Lansing Eastern. Hub Tire's there for you with the best services for all your tire and suspension needs. They've been taking care of your automotive needs for decades, priding themselves on honesty and the best service around. Hub Tire can handle anything from a Chevy Cobalt to a motorhome, including semis and farm service. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Open tomorrow till 11.30. Call 989-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27 north of M21 in St. John's or visit hubtires.com. Kingsley Insurance Group and Mimic Insurance Company support all educational employees and the school districts in which they serve. Are you a K-12 teacher or a higher education faculty or staff member? School bus driver, other service worker, retired educator, school employee? We'll get a quote from Mimic Insurance, offering quality insurance products for you and your family. To see the many benefits of becoming a member, visit Kingsley Insurance Group in St. John's, Alma, or Lansing and online at kingsleyinsurancegroup.com. 39 seconds to go here in the first half, 28-7. to St. John's leads it over Lansing Eastern. Well, I tell you what, this, uh, this Lansing Eastern team has shown some sparks, but St. John's is kind of showing us they, they look like the Red Wings that we're used to seeing. Right. No after effects of that overtime loss last week. Oh, they start this off with an onside kick that the Quakers run on it and fall on it at the 32-yard line. That could have been a coffin nail right there. Yeah. O'Brien, that was uh, Tyler O'Brien with the recovery. So 38 seconds to go here in the half. Postal Connections in St. John's, more than just a pack-and-ship store. Get business services like copying and faxing, plus printing supplies like ink and toner. Postal Connections, your local choice for professional promotional printing. For letterhead, envelopes, brochures, and business cards. Get your packages where they need to go with shipping by FedEx, UPS, DHL, and U.S. Postal. Stop in to see their cool variety of gifts and products. Postal Connections, Southgate Plaza, U.S. 27 in St. John's, and online at PostalConnections207.com. O'Brien out of the shotgun, looking to throw. Throws a post pattern down the middle. Oh, right oh, off man. the ink. Fingertips that time of Devin Tolls. Boy, if he could have just somehow called that in, that was six points. Yeah. He tried to make a one-handed effort. If he could have just tipped it back to himself just a little bit. That's one of those plays where, you know, they just missed a big play by inches. He got behind the secondary and, uh, you know, could have been huge. Another time that I've been kind of impressed with that tolls. Yeah. Three wide outs this way now for the Quakers. Hanging in there. They'll run the quarterback option to the left this time. They pitch it to Ricky Bell. Brought down inbounds after about a three-yard gain. I think St. John's, nope. Quakers, 25 seconds to go. It's going to be third down and about seven. So timeout on the field, 28-7. to St. John's over Lansing Eastern. With any sports team, people make the difference, and that's why Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance is number one. With expert advice, problem-solving tips, and a friendly, helpful attitude. With quality American brand name appliances like Whirlpool, Maytag, Frigidaire, and GE, plus Toshiba, LG, and many other television brands, you owe it to yourself to check out Gilbert's selection and low prices. That's at Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance, downtown Owasso. 
Well, I'll tell you what, that's a great store, great business. Uh, we've been longtime supporters of them. They've been longtime supporters of us. But we have some tremendous sponsors again this season helping bring us, bring everybody out there, high school sports on the radio. We yeah, love it. Absolutely. Uh, the broadcast of tonight's game, copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and WJSZFM. No reproduction, retransmission, or other distribution of the descriptions or accounts of this game can take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA, Z92.5 The Castle, and Sportsnet Michigan. So the Quakers' timeout is over. They have one remaining. St. John's has two left. Uh, Red Wings might want to think about a timeout if this play is stopped short of the first down. They'll go out of the shortened shotgun. Three wideouts this way. Oh, they run the quarterback keeper, gets around the right end. He has a little bit of room and some blocking in front of him, but goes out of bounds. That saves the Red Wings a timeout. He's going to be short of the first down. 17 seconds to go in the half. And that one looked uh, looked like there was going to be nothing involved on that one. Uh, Bryant, nice little run one more time. Yeah. Showed some good athleticism that time. Got around the right end, and they'll send their punt team out. Trent O'Brien, the quarterback, will punt it. I think it's the first time they've punted tonight. They trail it 28-7. to The first half winding down. Red Wings send a couple players deep. Mitch Nylander and Luke Pirtle. They may have punted one other time. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Here's a snap. One oh, scores. he's going to fake it. Looking to throw now. Kicks it late. So he uses some time. Red Wings let it bounce. And then it's downed at about the 39-yard line that time by Tyler O'Brien. So eight seconds to go in the half. Red Wings will have one chance to do a Hail Mary if they want. When Mother Nature leaves you broken branches or toppled trees, call Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. Farrell's does tree work in all four seasons, has three certified arborists on staff, and offers the latest technology in tree health care. They also sell firewood year-round and are licensed by the Michigan Department of Agriculture. Check them out online, farrellstree.com, or call 989-862-4453. Experienced, equipped, insured, Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. Well, the Red Wings will spread it out. Three wideouts on the far side, one this way. There's a quarterback throwing one up in the air, and it's incomplete. Stops the clock with two seconds to go. It was on the hands of Colton Powell. Or double-check that. That was Cole Thomas, and he just couldn't quite haul it in. Hugh Johnson. Hugh Johnson in on that hit, breaking up that pass. So one final play here for the Red Wings, unless there's a penalty. Two seconds to go in the half. What do you say, 17 letters in that guy's name? That's what they told me. Yeah. Wow. That's a long first name. Red Wings are just going to kneel it down and go to the halftime break. So that is the end of first half action here from Majeski Stadium. 28-7. to The Red Wings lead it. They uh, scored on a 14-yard Brock Miller run, a 47-yard run by Carson Vandenberg, a 5-yard run by Brock Miller, and Jamin Medlock had a 1-yard dive. Uh, the sec or the uh, Quaker touchdown, a 27-yard pass from Trent O'Brien to Tyler O'Brien, his brother, on a third down and short. Nice play-action pass. Touchdown, the Quakers. But it's 28-7 here. St. John's leads it. And we'll take a short break here in the press box while you listen to some of this important stuff back at the studios. Welcome to the Ultimate Pizza Showdown. 
In this corner, the reigning champ, Main Street Pizza, with its huge topping of gooey cheese and fresh dough. And in the other corner, some other pizza looking kind of weak, with wimpy pepperoni and almost no cheese on top. The judges take a bite of Main Street Pizza. And the scores? 10, 10, 10. Now, it's the challenger's turn. Ooh, the judges don't look very happy. The scores are in. Two, three, two. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. In the unanimous knockout, Main Street Pizza wins again. Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. So your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Go with a traditional favorite or try delicious Main Street specialty pizza, like the chicken fajita or BLT. Pick up a take-and-bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go, made fresh to order. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, you get a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and covered in toppings. Baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. When you think of going to the dentist, do you think about pain? Pain doesn't have to be part of your dental experience. Dr. Dennis Hoffman utilizes the most advanced techniques available, including pain-free injection techniques. That's right, your dental experience can be pain-free and gentle with the help of Dr. Dennis Hoffman. Enjoy family-friendly, anxiety-free dental appointments in a state-of-the-art facility with the latest technology. We offer all phases of care, including braces, cosmetic dentistry, root canals, implants, and gum disease treatment. We'll give you tailored professional care to meet your individual wants and needs, with payment options to suit your budget. Initial consultations are free. When it comes to your dental health, choose the experience and expertise of Dr. Dennis Hoffman. Dr. Hoffman provides a steric system for crown placement. This innovative 3D technique is less painful, more convenient, and can be completed in one visit. With Velscope screening, oral cancer can be detected and treated at the earliest stage possible and may save your life. With the latest advancements, you can experience pain-free injection techniques. Contact Dr. Dennis Hoffman, 103 Front Street in Ovid. Call 989-834-2298. That's 989-834-2298. Or visit drdennishoffman.com. Get a free consultation. Put your best smile forward with Dr. Dennis Hoffman. serving Shiawassee, Clinton, and Gratiot Counties, C-92.5, The Castle, WJSD, Ashley Owasso. On the radio, you make the call on DPI and more on the radio. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. Hi again, everyone. I'm John Johnson, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. There are so many things about high school sports that help celebrate its local nature and community spirit. And one of them is local radio coverage of games on stations like you're listening to right now. And as this new sports season gets underway, there are a couple of stations celebrating a milestone together. As this fall marks the 77th consecutive year, they will be broadcasting local school games. WTCM came on the air in 1941 up in Traverse City and has been a family affair for its entire existence, owned and operated by the Biederman family. 
When Les Biederman launched that station in January that year, community members immediately expressed interest in the station broadcasting high school basketball games. The first conversations with Traverse City school officials were positive, so plans were executed for the broadcast. But shortly before the game, the story goes, Biederman was told the broadcast was off because of a fear that no one would read the story of the game in the local newspaper the next day. Jack O'Malley, the current program director at the station and a veteran high school play-by-play man himself, picks it up from there. Well, the town had already been told and they'd been promoting the fact that this would happen. So at 7 o'clock, when they were supposed to go on the air, uh, they announced that said we were going to do the game tonight, but permission has been uh, revoked, so we can't do it. And then they left the microphones open so that everybody could hear uh, the uh, basketball dribbling, the crowd cheering. And about 15 minutes later, the superintendent was at Les's door saying that the phones have gone crazy. You've got to do the game. And they started with the game, and we've been doing high school sports ever since. Now let's go across Lake Michigan to the westernmost town in our state, Ironwood where WJMS had already been on the air for 10 years, but 1941 being the first year of records found of the station covering high school basketball. Over the years, WJMS gave birth to some great sports announcers, most notably the recently deceased Bob Olson, who did play-by-play of Michigan Tech hockey for 35 years, and Joe Blake, who went on to Marquette to fame as a college hockey announcer for Northern Michigan. But the current day announcer at the station, Rod Halverson, told us it was a third talent, Harry Rizzi, from whom he learned how to wrap his arms around the local teams. He made the games really personable. He would get to know the players by their first names. He wouldn't just use their last names. He would use first names sometimes. And that, that's how close he got to the programs, is that he would sometimes broadcast the game and use a lot of the first name of the players, which I thought was really a nice touch. I'm doing some of that now, and I'm, I'm trying to emulate the two guys before me, Terry Rivy and Gary Ayo. There's a lot more to this story, and you can check out my piece this week on the second half page of the MHSCA website. Back with more in a moment, you're listening to This Week in High School Sports. Do you need money for college? Michigan Student Aid is Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. They administer scholarships, grants, college savings programs, and other resources that help make college accessible, affordable, and achievable for you. See how they can help you today by visiting michigan.gov slash mystudentaid and connect with Michigan Student Aid on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram. Our weekly Be the Referee segment takes a look into the fine art of officiating with Sam Davis. Let's check out your knowledge of high school football rules with You Make the Call. The quarterback drops back to pass and his intended receiver gets a step on the cornerback. As the ball approaches the receiver, the defensive player sticks his hands and arms out in front of the receiver's face without contact. The receiver loses sight of the ball and the pass falls to the ground. What's the call? The National High School Playing Rule instituted last year removed the penalty of face guarding without contact. The change brought high school football rules in line with collegiate and professional rules. The pass is incomplete, and there's no flag for defensive pass interference. Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Go online now to MHSAA.com to register. And now a closing word about our topic of the day. It was always a big thing growing up to watch the local radio guys show up at the gym, and even now as the landscape morphs with new local legends behind the microphones and a new delivery system in some places, the Internet, radio broadcasts of high school athletic events are still something that will continue to set these games apart from other youth sports, adding value to and preaching the values of these educational endeavors. 
Join us again next time for another edition of This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSCA Network. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm John Johnson. We'll see you next time. So Whitlinger's Tavern invites you to an incredible night of food, rhythm, and soul during the Bottom of the Hill Blues Festival this Saturday. Langsburg is the place to be as the streets come alive with dancing and live music. The entertainment kicks off at 3 p.m., so come early and catch four incredible performances. This year's Bottom of the Hill Blues Festival features Blind Dog, Big Bucks and the Loose Change, plus Grady Hall and the Disciples of Funk. Don't miss headliner Jack Pine Savages featuring Bill Malone, Wayne Morton, Dave Huber, Sean McDonald, and Gino Parker grooving at 9 p.m. Get ready for a night of soul this Saturday when blues meets the streets on East Grand River. Come out for great food and drink specials and the best in live blues. You know Twilliger's Tavern always brings you delicious food and fun. Now they invite you to celebrate the smooth, silky sounds and some of the coolest live music around. This awesome street party jams all night long on East Grand River in Langsburg. And you can bring your own lawn chairs, too. Don't miss the Bottom of the Hill Blues Festival Saturday night. In case of rain, the show will be held Inside Twilliger's. Tickets are only $10. Get more info about the Bottom of the Hill Blues Festival on the Twilliger's Tavern Facebook page. Well, welcome back to Lansing. We're here at halftime as the Quaker band performing for the crowd. 28-7 to 7 is the score. St. John's on top. Here's the official recap. St. John's scored with 9.08 to go in the first quarter on a 14-yard run by Brock Miller. The PAT was good by Blake Munger, and they led it 7 nothing, and they led it the entire way so far. They followed that up with just under seven minutes to go in the first quarter, a 47-yard run by Carson Vandenberg. PAT again good by Munger, made it a 14 nothing Red Wing lead. Lansing Eastern then got on the board. 3.17 to go in the first quarter. On third and short from the 27-yard line, a little play-action pass. They found quarterback Trent O'Brien, found his brother Tyler O'Brien for a 27-yard score. The PAT was good by Tavon Connor Aikens in a 14-7 game. And right there, the Quakers were feeling pretty good about themselves. But then they gave up a couple more touchdowns. Right at the tail end of the first quarter, 42 seconds to go, a five-yard run by Brock Miller. And they, they followed that up with 39 seconds to go in the half, a Jamin Medlock one-yard dive. Both PATs were good by Blake Munger. On that last touchdown, though, Lansing Eastern was apparently going to force the Red Wings to kick about a 37-yard field goal. The Red Wings were just counting down the time until they were going to call a timeout. And unfortunately, one of the youngsters for Lansing Eastern jumped across the line of scrimmage, was a bit too rambunctious, and uh, that led directly to seven points. So it's been a competitive game here. 28-7 to is the score, but uh, Lansing Eastern is hanging in there. What do you got on the stat board there, Bart? Well, uh, the big stat of 249 yards rushing for St. John's. Uh, actually... Uh, Luke uh, Kudwa was actually uh, one completion and one interception, five five attempts, one for five, 12, uh, one interception, negative four yards. But on the ground, it's been all St. John's doing what they like to do, uh, being led by Brock Miller, uh, 12 carries for 98 yards and two touchdowns. Keegan Kinney with uh, 10 carries for 76 yards. Also, uh, Carson Vandenberg. 
four rushes for 57 yards and a touchdown. Hunter Harrington, uh, three carries for 17 yards. I mean, just been very impressive on the ground. Jamin Madlock, only one carry, but a one-yard touchdown, 249 yards on the ground, and they've got legitimately three different backs that could possibly go over 100 yards at the end of this game. Uh, Lansing Eastern being led by their quarterback, Trent Bryant, Nine carries for 45 yards would have a little bit more than that, except for a couple of fumbles and a couple of uh, sacks as well. Ricky Bell, former hero of the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, six carries, 13 yards. Devin Tolles, five carries for 10 yards, 68 yards on the ground for the Quakers. And uh, Trent O'Brien, two for four in the air for 46 yards and a touchdown. But that 249 yards on the ground in the first half, all Red Wings. And, uh, you know, a little bit more competitive than we thought it was going to be until sort of towards the end of the second quarter. But we're in danger of turning into another mercy rule blowout here. It's possible. We'll see what kind of adjustments that the uh, Lansing Quaker team can do here at halftime to try and stay in it. They will receive the second half kick. So if they could uh, get that kick and knock some points in, then it might get them a little confidence. We're here at halftime, 28-7. to St. John's on top. You know, you talked about the yardage advantage by the Red Wings, and we've talked about it in our description in the first half. But those boys up front, the big linemen, the offensive linemen, really doing a nice job. Yeah, opening up some huge holes. And, you know, how many times have they just had these these dives that turn into 9, 11, 47-yard plays? You know, it's just been happening the entire first half. And a big part of that, like you said, is just does this incredible work that's being done up front. When you've got four or five different guys that are touching the ball and everybody's getting big positive yardage, I mean, that tells you something. Number one, they got a really talented backfield, but number two, doing incredible work up front. Yeah, no doubt about it. 28-7 is the score here at the half. Uh, let's listen to a couple of words from our sponsors, and then let's do a little preview of the Sports Forum program, which will be on the air tonight from 10 until midnight. Well, let's talk a little bit about this uh, this player of the game because we're going to be naming somebody and, you know, taking a look at those stats. It's going to be pretty tough. We've got a few choices. A lot, a lot of good candidates here. Player of the game brought to you by Kingsley Insurance and the Mimic Insurance Group. Providing quality insurance products for educational employees and their families for over 60 years. Visit kingsleyinsurancegroup.com for an online quote today. And the drive of the game later tonight brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC, both on M21 on Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And, you know, just uh, quite a few different drives, you know, some of them a little bit more important than others. Jacobs Insurance knows that the insurance business, they're like football. Jacobs Insurance, they've added Wolverine Mutual Insurance Company to their team. And they were recently voted number one auto insurance company in Michigan for competitive premiums and excellent service and voted on by independent insurance agents. Jacobs Insurance, the only agency in Shiawassee County with Wolverine Mutual on their team. So if you're paying, uh, paying a lot for auto insurance, well, why don't you get a competitive quote today? Visit Jacobs Insurance on M21 by Home Depot or online at jacobsinsurance.com. Remember, Jacobs Insurance for competitive auto insurance. 
Well, Sports Forum will be on the air somewhere around 10 o'clock tonight, but we'll be talking sports with uh, some of the coaches, some of you callers, and uh, looking forward to that. And, you know, we're in uh, officially now football season. College got underway last week. The NFL started last night. I know you didn't get much of a chance to watch uh, the Michigan game last Saturday night, but, you know, just a few uh, few thoughts by me. We talked about it on our podcast earlier this week. That's Three Point Podcast. If you're into uh listening to podcasts, uh, check out Three Point Podcast. I think you'll enjoy it. It's on iTunes, SoundCloud, and TuneIn Radio, amongst other spots. But we talked about the Michigan game and, you know, all the hype, all the Shea Patterson stuff leading up to the season. Is he going to play? Is he not? Finally got him cleared to play. You got the Irish renewing the rivalry, the two winningest teams of all time in college football. A night game, game day is there, and the Wolverines laid a big egg to start that game. I don't know how you cannot be ready to play after you have all of training camp, you have the disappointment of last year, and not be ready. The Irish drove it right down their throats to begin the game. Well, you know, the line play, you know, we talk about St. John's and how yeah. well their line's playing, and obviously two different schemes and, you know, two different levels, but how can you be the Michigan Wolverines and have that kind of play for your line? That's a good question, Bart. And again, we talked about it. We'll talk about it maybe a little bit later on tonight, but that was a glaring weakness that, boy, you know, there was a lot of hype about the new offensive line coach they were bringing in, and it was going to be a whole different situation. They better step up. I mean, Braylon, Braylon Edwards didn't like uh, one particular player. And, that got a little rough, didn't it? That got real rough. I mean, it was a rough week for the broadcasting industry with Rod Allen and Mario and Pemba and Braylon Edwards, you know, getting suspended by the Big Ten Network for a drunken tweet. Uh, <laughs> you know, the thing is, pretty much everything he said was right on point. Yeah. It's just the way he said it and how crudely he said it. It cost him his job per- potentially permanently with the Big Ten Network, but he pointed out the offensive line play was bad, and yeah. it was. You know, the running game's got to improve. I mean, they have Shea Patterson who, uh, you, you know, again, it's become cliche now, the RPO, you know, run-pass option, but he's a prototype quarterback yeah. for that offense, and they never ran it until they had... Uh, they brought in McCaffrey because uh, Patterson was cramping up, and McCaffrey was running it pretty well when he was in there for the few plays he was in there. And then they finally loosened up and ran it with Patterson. But th- that's what they got to do. And they, hopefully they can do it tomorrow against Western Michigan. Well, I'm sure they're going to have some success against Western. Are they going to cover that 27.5 points? I don't know about that. that. I, I don't know either. I would definitely go uh, not on that. You know, But they've got some teams now on the schedule in the next four or five weeks. They should be able to beat and work out some bugs until they get back to the meat and potatoes of the schedule. Spartans, on the other hand, they struggled as well. But the difference is... They figure out a way to win it. And I think a lot of that has to do with coaching. If you watched any of the Spartans game, I don't think they wanted to showcase the option. But they had to dig it out late in the game. They ran the option play three different times, and it led to their game-winning touchdown. And that's a difference right there. D'Antonio knows what the hell he's doing. Yeah, you know, and I hate to say that about about Harbaugh because, you know, going back to when I was a kid watching him play, you know, and... uh, the success that he's had elsewhere, you know, yeah. at, uh, at two different levels, both in, in the college and the pro ranks. And obviously, you look at what he's been able to do as far as developing quarterbacks, and it's not happening down in Ann Arbor. Right. And I'm not going to – you can't give up on him yet because, you know, you've got to have some uh, stability at that position. And he is – 
he has shown he can do it. But right now, he was off to a bad start in week number one. Yeah. We'll see what he can do the rest of the season. But we'll see what this game can do the rest of the way. 28-7 to is the score. St. John's on top. The Red Wings will be kicking it off. Lansing Eastern will re receive this ball and defend the goal to our right. Here's the approach, and the kick is up by Munger right here to the sidelines. The receiver brings it up the near sideline, has a little opening. Nice return that time by Damari Rowland. Takes it across the 30, run out of bounds right around the 38-yard line. So it'll be Lansing Eastern with the ball up front. Devon Connor Aikens and Philip McIntosh are the tackles. The guards, Kyrie Brown and Shron Trainer. Damon Milton will snap the ball. In that uh, tight end position will be Tyler O'Brien. Wide out will be Terry McCord along with Tracy Holbrook. Quarterback Trent O'Brien. And then the two running backs, Devin Tolles and Ricky Bell. Looks like right now they'll send Tolles out to a receiver position. Bell, the lone back, out of the shotgun. They'll run the quarterback keeper, O'Brien. Between left guard and tackle, oh, he takes a shoulder into the midsection. That was number 11 for the Red Wings. Carson Vandenberg putting the hit on. A couple yards gained right there by O'Brien, but he definitely paid for it. And O'Brien's the leading rusher right now for these Quakers. And, you know, he's really been the only one with any serious consistency for this uh, this Lansing Eastern offense. Yeah, he took a shot that time. Split backfield this time, again out of the pistol. Trent O'Brien, oh, it's over his head. Ball's bouncing on the field, and it's finally fallen upon there by Devin Tolls, but a big loss that time. Ball, the snap was a little high, but I thought O'Brien probably should have had it, but it might have been going too hot for him to handle. Yeah, kind of a kind of a weird thing for uh, for the stat guy over here because, I mean, Great play by Tolls to be able to recover that. I mean, do I count him as uh, having that, that kind of negative yardage on the rush? Gosh, I, I would give it to the quarterback. All right. That's All what right. I would do. Can't give it to the center, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can, but nobody will pay attention. 10.45 to go here in the third quarter. We're just underway here in the second half from Majeski Stadium in Lansing, Michigan. Three wideouts on the far side, one this way. Lansing Eastern with the football. A lot of time to throw it this time. The quarterback throws it to the sidelines, but way out of bounds. It was complete to Terry McCord, but it went out of bounds, so they'll have to send the punt team out. Fourth down and long. Fourth and 25, ball all the way back at the eastern 20-yard line. So that's not the way they wanted to start this second half. I can assure you on that one. They trail St. John's 28-7 here on the Castle tonight. Our game of the week. Next Friday night, we'll be over at Ovid Elsie. Mid-Michigan Activity Conference matchup. Chesanine and Ovid Elsie. Here's the snap. Australian rules punt. Kick downfield. Actually, a rug, is it, what do they call that? A rugby punt? I guess it's more of a rugby punt. Yeah. I mean, they, they do it. Both sports, you yeah. know. Just uh, the punter gets it and then runs a little bit and then punts it. By the way, I've just been completely blown away by the performance of the uh, Collingwood Magpies over the summer. Been watching a lot of Australian. <laughs> Have, you? Have you now? <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I'm not going to say I've never tuned in to watch it because that is about the most chaotic, <laughs> freaky, weird sport that I think I've ever seen. Uh, it's just... Uh, 
nothing but organized chaos. But uh, yeah, the Collingwood Magpies. That's 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 my favorite Aussie team. You ought to get a jersey. I, I've got a I've got a pint glass at home somewhere. Do you now? Yeah. I wish I, I can't even explain the uh, the move there, you know, <laughs> I know. that signal. <laughs> it's kind of like a touchdown signal as Keegan Kinney gets the carry and gets first down yardage for the Red Wings. Kind of the finger points in the in the sky, right? Yeah. Both hands and the finger and you points. Bring your elbows back. Right. Boom. <laughs> That's if you get the six points. If you get the one point, I think they do something else. <laughs> You're not quite as old as me, but do you, I don't. Do you remember when uh, ESPN first started out? They ran a, a lot of Australian rules football back then. <laughs> back then. They had that and like lumberjack competitions and kickboxing. Yeah, yep, I remember it well. I did my best to try and pick up on the rules on Australian rules football. Just could never quite get uh, it. I think you get six points for something, and I think you have to dribble it every five steps <laughs> yeah. or something. Right. And you pass the ball by punching the football yeah, to the other yeah. player. It's weird. It was a carry by Brock. It's definitely Miller. a late-night sport, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no doubt. Well, let's get back to play-by-play action. We don't want to sound like a clown show here. 28-7. to Here is the handoff. Ball carrier that time. Keegan Kinney gets it. Should have enough for another Red Wing first down. We do got a shaken up Quaker on the field as the training staff comes out to take a look at him. So the clock stopped with 9.22 to go here in the third. 28-7, St. John's over Lansing Eastern. Sportsnet Michigan has thousands of high school games, a radio broadcast available on compact disc or digital download going all the way back to 1985. For a sample, check out the posted games at Three Point Podcast. For details, check or email the sports guy at tedfatel at gmail.com. By the way, all the games that we broadcast here on uh, Z92.5 along with sports forums, we do post those a day or so after the game is played on Three Point Podcast. So if you do have anybody that maybe was at the game or maybe wants to re-listen to it, this game will be on Three Point Podcast probably on Saturday or Sunday. So another reason to check us out. But no unauthorized duplication. That's for sure. Got to, got to contact Sportsnet Michigan for that. Right. Expressed written consent. That's what it means. And I might just allow it. <laughs> the injured player on the field coming off looks like he's going to be okay shaking up. That's Ricky Bell. Not coming off too fast, though, is he? He is not. Uh, he got a little shooken up on that play. Yep. So, you know, I was thinking about Ricky Bell. And, you know, you talk about heroes, and, and uh-huh. I, I believe, didn't he drown trying to save a couple of kids in a swimming hole down south someplace? Whoa. I think he did. I think kind of rings a bell. We might, yeah. we might have to Google that one. Here's St. John's with a power play around the right end. Ball carrier takes it inside the 10 to about the 4-yard line before he's finally run down. That was Brock Miller again on that carry. He's starting to put up some numbers now. First one there for Lansing Eastern was Lazario Tijerina. 8.50 to go here in our third quarter. 28-7. St. John's on top. Looking to score again. Oh, we have a late player coming in the game. That's a a penalty flag for Lansing Eastern. They're going to say St. John's scores a touchdown, though, so they'll decline that penalty. That was Keegan Kinney on the carry. 
about a four-yard dive. So Kinney puts the points in for the Red Wings, though the referees are chatting right now, but I think that the Red Wings should be able to just decline that penalty and take the points. I don't think it was a dead ball, but I think that's what the referees are discussing right now. Kinney up to about 95 yards and his first touchdown right there. If it stands. Right, right. Still some conversation going on by four of the referees. The other two just moseying around out there. Not sure why this would take so long. We had a late player coming into the game for Lansing Eastern, and when the snap occurred, he was five yards on the St. John's side of the field. Yeah. So shouldn't that just be uh, offsides or something? Illegal substitution, that's what it is. Yep. Yeah, they're going to decline. Uh, there's that there's touchdown. touchdown. Man, that took forever to get to that yeah. point. He didn't <laughs> to bring his elbows he, back, he did he? He didn't do the six-shooter salute. Put both hands up. <laughs> touchdown, St. John's Red Wings. So now it's 95 yards for Keegan Kinney. There you go, officially. 8.37 to go here in the third. The PAT coming up here. Blake Munger, kick is up, and it is good. He's perfect, 5 of 5. So 8.37 to go, 35-7. St. John's. Through all the seasons, Mid-State Sales and Service in St. John's has the outdoor equipment you need to keep your yard looking its best and all the power to get out the, all the work done fast. Get great season end pricing on your dream mower or get ready for fall cleanup with a new chainsaw or leaf blower. Power up with Mid-State Sales and Service M21 just a quarter mile west of DeWitt Road in St. John's. Mid-State Sales and Service. A proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Get the extra credit you need for back to school with a Journey Federal Credit Union Visa credit card. With just one card, you get the peace of mind of a low fixed rate with no annual fee and no cash advance fee. Plus, you're going to save even more when you transfer balances from your other cards at no cost. So get a rate as low as 9.9% APR. JFCU has three convenient locations in St. John's, Fowler, and Ovid. Stop in today or visit them online at journeyfcu.org. See Credit Union for complete details. So the illegal substitution penalty will take place here on the kickoff. So it will be St. John's kicking it off from their own 45. 35-7, the Red Wings lead it here. They've uh, led it all the way. Scored the first touch, couple touchdowns. Eastern scored theirs after that, so it was a 14-7 game. But the Red Wings scored three straight TDs from that point on. So it'll be uh, Munger to kick it off. High, low one down the middle of the field. Fielded by Devin Tolls. Coming this way, brings it across the 20 to the 25-yard line where he's tripped up there. And a real late penalty flag being thrown up by where the tackle was. Not sure what the referee saw there. But he fired the flag. Oh, he, that, he fired that about 20 yards. Yeah. Kind of looked like a badminton birdie. Still no signal. You going to let us know, Mr. Referee? 
Personal foul. Against Lansing Eastern. Oh, wow. Not sure what the last part was. He gave the personal foul signal and then just crossed the arms. You ever see that one? Yeah. Kind of fist to fist. Maybe that's a helmet to helmet hit? Oh, maybe. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, that's a relatively new type of signal. That's yeah. why I've never seen it, but that makes sense. I know they've backed up these Quakers, and that wasn't really Quakerable. They send that all the way back to the 12. By the way, they did have a helmet-to-helmet hit targeting call in that Michigan game that uh, led directly to seven points by the Irish. Here's a pitch out of the option. The ball here, not much to be gained there. Another flag. Oh, boy. Things are starting to get a little chippy. Getting a little ugly out there right now. No gain that time. That was Tracy Holbrook, I believe, on that carry. Personal foul. This one's going to go against uh, St. John's. Turnabout fair play. So that'll give the Quakers a first down. 8.22 to go in the third. Things have slowed down just a little bit. Just a tad. So three wide outs this way for Lansing Eastern. One the other way. They're going right to left, wearing the solid blue uniforms. Quarterback takes the shotgun step, looking to his left. Has a man open downfield. It's caught complete. And the receiver takes it all the way across the 30-yard line. That was Caleb Patterson on the reception. That was a nice play. They're they're fired up. You gotta like it. Yeah, well, Bryant just lofted that one up there, let Patterson run right underneath it, take it all the way down to about the uh, St. John's 16, 17 yard line. This young man comes over to the sideline, takes that helmet off for a minute, so the crowd can see what he looks like. <laughs> like that exuberance. First and ten from the 17 yard line. Quakers with the ball. The quarterback. Pulls it out of the stomach of the running back and then keeps it around the right end. That's Trent O'Brien again on the carry. Now, it was completely obvious that he ran out of bounds, so why do they, why is referee saying keep the clock going? Doesn't even make any sense. 35 to 7 is the score. Do you get that at all? He never got tackled. He ran right out of bounds. Yeah. The ball is at the uh, nine-yard line. Lansing Eastern with it. Three wideouts this way. A wideout on the other side. Out of the shotgun. O'Brien will keep it himself. Looks like he has first down yardage. Takes a pop but hangs on to it. So he takes it inside the five. Nice little delayed run right there by O'Brien. Yep. So first and goal now, Lansing Eastern. You look at how costly that uh, that penalty was against St. John's. Oh, huge. They had him pinned deep, and I was kind of thinking, well, they might be getting to a running clock here soon. Not so fast, as Lee Corso would say. Three wideouts this way. O'Brien this time 
just kept it himself, and he runs right into big number 76 there for the Red Wings. Sam Hallett. Brought down for no gain, maybe even lost a yard. Harrington also in on the hit. We're midway through this third quarter, 35-7. St. John's leads it over Lansing Eastern. Boy, we've been blessed with some decent weather to broadcast. We haven't been in one of these sweltering situations Not at all. yet. I don't know. If Pretty rough earlier in the week, though, I tell you. Oh, it was. But now that we're in week three, heading into week four, I don't know if we're going to see any. Yeah. I don't want to jinx us, but we have a timeout on the field. Lansing Eastern not liking what they see. So timeout, the Quaker to seven. They trail St. John's. These days it seems like everyone is in a hurry, but that doesn't mean you can't enjoy a real meal. Because Applebee's Car Side to Go will bring any of your neighborhood favorites right to your car. You even get $5 off your first online order over 25 bucks. So just call ahead or order online only at Applebee's. This is a limited time offer and car side to go at participating locations only. Minimum online order of $25 required. Your stomach doesn't care what time it is. After 9 p.m., Applebee's becomes the bees. With half-price appetizers and drink specials, it's late night done right. Only at Applebee's. Chesanine leads Montrose 14-6. That was a halftime score. It's Owasso taking it on the chin to Fenton, 48-7. Fowler over Fulton, 21-7. 28-7 now. So scores keep rolling in here. Score here on the digital scoreboard, 35-7. St. John's leads it over Lansing Eastern. Well, what do we got, Bart? Maybe about uh, another month or so of decent weather? Yeah, usually uh, right right, right before Halloween is when it starts to get pretty nasty yeah. around these parts. I usually take my boat out right around mid-October. There's a pass by Eastern, a little slant pattern intended to the receiver on this side. Falls incomplete. Yeah, this wasn't a really thrown ball right there by O'Brien. No. And Looks I, like he had to almost dig the uh, the snap out of the dirt. And he kind of threw that up like it kind of looked lo looked loose when it came from his hand. Actually. Yeah, it was a little wobbly. He had Holbrook open. Looked yeah. like he had the inside track. But it's incomplete, so it brings up third down and goal. Ball to five. Yeah, the kid's definitely got an arm. He's uh, throwing a couple of nice passes tonight. Yeah. Not a bad-looking quarterback. Split backfield out of the pistol now. Play action. He'll roll to his right. Gets past one charging Red Wing. Pass against the green. Mm. Crossed his body. Dangerous pass. Falls incomplete. Yeah, he had a hard time corralling that snap as well, and that allowed some penetration from St. John's. Caused him to flush out of there. And like I said, just had a hard time throwing across his body like that. Ended up being behind the receiver. So brings up fourth and goal from the five. Lansing Eastern needs a score to kind of get a little momentum back if they can. Two wideouts on the far side. One over here this way. Going right to left. They'll be out of the shotgun again. O'Brien takes a snap. Getting some heavy pressure. Throws one up into the end zone. Incomplete. So the Red Wings dodge a bullet there. O'Brien just had to throw that one up. So they turn it over on downs. Back to the Red Wings, who lead it 35-7. to seven. He, that's, that's something that we're used to seeing 
from St. John's defenses. Yeah. You know, they, they take you all the way down to the five. They bend. They don't break. They stiffen up right about there, and then they bring the house after the quarterback. So, yep, good defensive stand there by the Red Wings after Eastern had it first and in goal inside the 10-yard line. So let's see what uh, they can do here. 35-7 to St. John's, just under six minutes to go in the third quarter. Chesanine Ovidelsi next week, our game of the week. What the heck's going on here? I wasn't sure if the quarterback kept it or bobbled it, but no gain there. Kind of looked like a rugby scrum. Yeah. You know, and that's that's one of the problems when you do these types of offenses is you see these kind of collisions between the running back and the quarterback, and whatever momentum anybody had trying to run towards that line is just lost. Good point there. Luke Kudwa credited with the carry, but no gain. He's the quarterback, takes a snap. Power play comes this way. The ball carrier does a nice job. It's Vandenberg. Finally brought down from behind, close to first down yardage. Good tackle by Lyshawn Blackman that time, the sophomore defensive back. It's going to bring up third and short, third and about a yard. Well, I'm looking forward to going down and see the Tigers tomorrow, Bartman. My team, my, my all-time team, the 68 Tigers, 68 celebrating their 50th anniversary. Good portion of them are going to be down there for pregame activities. And they're, ironically enough, taking on the Cardinals. It's going to be a cool scene down there. My right team's there. the 84 team with Rod Allen. Right. It's a little closer to your age group, <laughs> Rod Allen. I think he was in like 20 games for him, but he was part of the team. Here's a carry that time. Ball carrier that time was Hunter Harrington. You know, that, the 84 team was a special team without a doubt. I'm, and I'm older than you, obviously, but, you know... It was right there in my sweet spot wonder years. I was 12 years old when, right. when they won the World Series. You know, I was deep, deep into being a baseball fan and collecting baseball cards. You know, listening to Ernie Harwell on the radio. It was, it was a great time. 68 was quite a year, too, by the way, in, in history of this United States. Right. Again, that was Harrington on the carry. Brings up second down and about a yard. So we've got a nice nine-yard gain there, 4.08 to go. I mean, when you think of the things that happened in 68, like the assassinations of Robert Kennedy and Martin Luther King, you know, the space program was in full swing. I mean, there was just the civil rights movement. I mean, is that right when the blacks uh, got the full right to vote? Was that when it happened? About 64. Was it 64? Yeah, the civil rights Johnson. act. Yeah. There was something along that line in 68 as well. Here is uh, St. John's with a big carry. Big number 34, Jamin Medlock. He's still Break, going. Breaking a couple tackles at the 20. The wow. touchdown, St. John's. Medlock took that about, I don't know, 73 yards for the score. That was a heck of a run. That was one heck of a run couple of great cuts when he got uh, into the red zone right there. And uh, this is just a real scintillating run. And that's pretty much a uh, nail in the coffin right there. Well, it's going to get the clock a-moving. And if, they, if they make this they extra make point, point, yeah. Yep. 334 to go here. In How many third. yards did he have on that? Uh, we'll give him 73. 73? Unofficial. Oh, high snap. The great job by the holder that time, Luke Kudwa. To put it down, the kick went up by Munger. 
and it's uh, 42 to 7 now. St. John's leads it. You always get the best at Beck's Trailer Superstore, the nation's largest trailer dealer. With over 1,200 trailers on 45 acres, you won't find a better selection anywhere. Whether you're looking for an open or enclosed trailer for work or play, you'll find the perfect trailer at Beck's. We offer flexible financing options through several national and local lenders to offer the most competitive rates and payments from only $69 a month with approved credit. For the best selection of the quality trailers at unbeatable prices, call 1-888-SAY-BEX or visit Beck's Trailer Superstore. Com. Well, farming doesn't have to follow an 8 to 5 schedule, and it sure doesn't follow one. About 60 to 80 hours, your land, livestock, and family rely on you, and that's why you need to choose farm insurance from Auto Owners Insurance. Every policy comes with a local agent. So we're talking about a real person who lives right in your community who you can rely on to help keep your farm covered no matter what. Visit Allaby and Brubaker Insurance, a third-generation agency in St. John's and East Lansing, online at abins.com. You know, going back to the 60s for a moment, you think of a decade, a decade of change. I mean, just unbelievable. And, in fact, it capped off in 69 by the, the moon landing, you know. Yeah. Just was an incredible time in this country. A lot of key things happened. The war in Vietnam, too, cranked in full gear. Here's a kick to the sideline. Oh. Lansing Eastern player fielded it on the sideline. The referee throws a penalty flag. Um, I guess that counts as being a kick out of bounds, right? If he caught it out of bounds, because he had a foot out of bounds. So yeah. it should be Lansing Eastern with the ball at the 35-yard line once they sort this yep, out. That's what they're calling it. That's what they're calling it. Tony Young and the entire Young family, they salute all mid-Michigan area athletes at Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. They know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. Proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Well, the clock will start up on the snap and run for most things. Here's the quarterback getting sacked for a loss there, trying to roll out to his left. And I feel pretty good that this is our third game and it's our first running clock. Yeah. We're doing a little bit better than last season. Yeah, we are. Well, we had the classic first game with Owasso defeating Corona. Uh, last week wasn't quite as close, but uh, no running clock. Yeah. Down to three minutes to go here in the third. With Bart Matthews, I'm Ted Fatale. Bryant, O'Brien rolls to his right, throws a pass up, and behind the intended receiver that time, Devin Tolls, incomplete. And that's one of the situations right there. Normally the clock would stop on the incompletion, but it keeps running in this situation. It will stop on timeouts and quarter breaks. And it won't stop if a player goes out of bounds. No. Of course, it hasn't all night anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're, tr we're trying to figure out that rule. I can't believe that's a new rule in high school. doesn't make any sense. It does not. I know in the pros there's a little... Gets the kids home a little bit earlier after right the streetlights are on. I don't know, but yeah, it's... Or if they have a dance, maybe they, they need to get to the dance. But I don't think they have those anymore after games, do they? Not, not, I don't think they do. I mean, maybe some big games or something. 
It seems to me like they have, like, here's a pass incomplete over the middle. It seems to me like they have the, the big dances on Saturday nights. I think they do. You know, back when I was in school, it was always Friday night after the game. So a minute 50 to go here in the third. Clock continues to run. Fourth down and 14. Eastern will be forced to punt it. They'll run that rugby-style punt again. Patterson takes it, rolls to his right, kicks it up. High end over ender. Red Wings let it bounce. Bounces at the 40. Now we're going to get a late flag. I'm not sure what that's all about. Another flag. Yeah, I'm looking out there, and I'm not seeing yeah. much going on. I wonder if there's some verbal stuff. So yeah, you're not seeing cheap hits or no. late hits or anything, really. And there's no scuffles. There's nothing anybody's having to pull apart. Well, you're seeing a lot of these weird flags. Yeah, and the referees filled them with fresh sand because they're flying pretty easy. Yeah. So we've got a minute 24 to go. This is a situation where the clock does stop on penalties. So while it's stopped here, take a listen to this. Hub Tire's there for you with the best service for all your tire and suspension needs. They've been taking care of your automotive needs for decades, priding themselves on honesty and the best service around. Hub Tire can handle anything from a Chevy Cobalt to a motorhome, including semis and farm service. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, Saturday until 1130. Call 989-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27 North of M21 in St. John's or visit hubtires.com. Well, it's a big penalty, though. It's against Eastern. It takes it all the way back to their 40-yard line. The referee there better get going. He wasn't even ready. Well, what's the penalty? Well, he's calling something. Well, these refs got to get it together here, really. You're going to say false start on St. John. My goodness, they're snapping the ball, and the one ref's still running to get possession, position yeah. there, the back judge. Looks like he was running with a piano on his back. He was the one that threw the flag. Yeah. <laughs> you know, talk about deflection, dude. Come on. Pick up the pace a little bit here. So it'll be a first and 15 now for the Red Wings. They do have a few of their backups in there right now. Starting quarterback stays in there. Kudwa, he hands it off. The ball carrier between left guard and tackle. Stacked up by the Quaker defense. Ball come loose, but it was a little too late. In on that ball carry that time was Donovan for Maint. So we're under a minute to go here in the third. The clock is moving. Ten minutes in front of the 9 o'clock hour castle time. Forty-two to seven is the score. St. John's leads it. Kudwa brings him up the line of scrimmage. Quick dive play again. This time to Donovan for Maine again. That'll probably be the last play of the third quarter. No gain. Brings up third down and roughly nine yards to go. That will bring us to the third quarter break. So 42-7. to seven. After three, St. John's in command here. We have the uh, running clock going in the second half. So stick with us. It should be a quick fourth quarter here, perhaps. We'll see. Mercantile Bank understands that your life includes much more than banking. 
From large and small towns to fireworks, football games, and parades, you make this slice of Michigan a wonderful place to be. Mercantile Bank loves being a part of your town and is excited to help build a thriving local community. They thank you for all you do to make this area of the Mitten such a special place to live and do business. Mercantile Bank, a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Member FDIC. Kingsley Insurance Group and Mimic Insurance Company offer exceptional insurance products for the educational community. The Mimic Foundation Club has impacted thousands of schools, classrooms, and students by providing millions of dollars in grants for classroom materials, special field trips, engaging school assemblies, and anything you can think of to make every class day a rewarding experience for kids. Education and educational employees Visit kingsleyinsurancegroup.com and sign up for the Mimic Foundation Club. Well, we're ready for the fourth quarter here on the castle with Bart Matthews. I'm Ted Fattel. The final 12 here from the west side of Lansing at Lansing Sexton and Edward W. Majeski Stadium. Well, the Red Wings corrected a few things. Coming off that tough loss in overtime last week, leading it 20 to nothing over Ann Arbor Pioneer and losing it in overtime by one. Split backfield, quick pitch. Ball carrier gets it around the right end, has a lot of room there. Down the far sideline, has first down yardage and more. That was Brock Miller back in there. Yeah, Brock Miller back into the contest. Now we have a Quaker down on the field in the backfield there. They're going to come out and take a look at him. Looks like that's big number 53, Will Roberts. Medical staff coming out to give him some attention. Red Wings are going backwards. I don't know if they're just going to their normal huddle or is there another penalty flag over on that sideline over there? Yeah. We're going to have a penalty going to go against the Red Wings. Another personal foul. Personal foul on the Quakers, he said, the PA guy said. Ah. Uh. Canceling out a nice 19-yard run by Miller. Well, yeah, they're marking the penalty on on St. John's. So we have an injured player down on the turf. They're going to take their time. It looks like it's a leg injury to Robert. So uh, while they take a look at him, take a listen to this. There's nothing better than sitting in the bleachers on a cool Friday night watching your favorite teams battle it out on the gridiron. Aldermans and Lennon and Cub Cadet are another team that loves taking on the competition. Right now, Cub Cadet's complete line of Z-Force and Pro-Z zero-turn mowers are in stock and on sale. These hard-hitting Cub Cadet mowers have the competition on the run with great features and great prices. Aldermans and Lennon, a proud sponsor of Michigan High School Sports. You can find Aldermans on M13 and Lennon and online at aldermans.com. Another longtime sponsor here for our ball games. We certainly do appreciate them, and they have a great inventory over there in the Lennon area. 11.48 to go in this one. 42-7, St. John's on top. The Red Wings with a first and 10 from their own 35. Counter play here. The ball carrier takes it across the 30 to about the 27-yard line before he's finally knifed down. Looked like that was number five there for St. John's on that carry. Donovan for me. Clock running. 11.20 to go here in this one. 
Red Wings will hit the road next week and take on uh, Williamston. Eastern will travel to Mason to take on the Bulldogs. Here's another run by St. John's. First down, carry, and boy, bodies are just being carried down the field there. Good hard run. Is that number 40 on the kick? Nope, number five again. Donovan Fermaint. Yeah, Fermaint getting some touches, and Brock Miller's still in the game. Yeah. 10.40 to go. Clock continues to run. They move the first down chains, but uh, we have the 35-point rule in effect. Pretty good contingent made their way over from St. John's. Yeah. Probably more than Lansing Eastern, I would say. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. They love their football over there in Red Wing country. One of the biggest visitor sections, I think, that we've seen in a lot of these high school games. Yeah. Here's the ball carrier this time, Jamin Medlock, who just had that long 70-yard-plus touchdown run. I'm sure who brought him down here. might have been number uh, 51. Keep thinking Matlock. <laughs> Andy Griffith? Yeah. Connor Aikens was there on that tackle. Well, Ange, <laughs> 9.45 to go here in this one. Who's your favorite on there? On, on the Andy, old Andy Griffith yeah. show? Uh, I liked Floyd the bar Barber. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I was an Ernest T. Bass fan. He wasn't bad either. Here's the ball carrier. <laughs> Donovan Freemate uh, gets in from about 18 yards out. Taking that one all the way to Mount Pilot. <laughs> Yeah, Freemate's gotten a lot of t uh, carries on this drive, and uh, they reward him with a touchdown run right there. Yeah. Just another big drive by these Red Wings, and we're going to have a running clock the rest of the game now. Yeah. No way that Eastern can come back from this 35-point deficit. Well, their heads are under a 35-point deficit, I mean. Right, they oh. blocked the kick, though. There you go. What if everyone cared like family? Memorial Healthcare understands the power of compassion and is committed to being there for your family. That's why they have a location right around the corner with excellent providers that you can trust, people who know you as neighbors, because this is more than helping patients. This is family. They're always there when it counts. Memorial Healthcare, commitment and compassion for life. Find a provider that's right for you and your family by visiting memorialhealthcare.org. Well, back to your question on Andy Griffith, after I've had a chance to really think about it. I mean, there's no doubt it's Barney Fife. Barney Fife was, uh, you no know, it was the original tough TV tough guy, wasn't he? <laughs> oh, I mean, he was he was legendary, man. He was so fun. Remember when we used to work for him? I, I do. What was his name? I can't remember. He's passed away now, right? <laughs> he did pass away. Johnny Magic. Johnny Magic, the original. The original morning DJ uh, at the current configuration of the castle, right? Johnny Magic. I don't think he stayed Johnny Magic long. John Roman? Yeah, Johnny Roman. Good guy, though. I liked him. I did, too. Oh, well, that was, that was, was that the beginning of the Kroll run, or was that? Yeah, like, absolutely. That's what I thought. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He was a good guy. Used to enjoy my talks back in those days. I used to do morning sports. We have some good conversations. Here's the kickoff by the Red Wings, fielded by one of the up guys there, number 34. One bullet? 
Tyler O'Brien. Is that all he carried? That's Well, we know that's all Barney carried. You know why? Might shoot himself. That's all he needs. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> i tell you what, that show still holds up. Oh, yeah. It had some brilliant writing and tremendous cast. Yeah. And a young, young Ron Howard. Opie. Opie. Yeah, you can tell we're talking TV sitcoms. That means usually these games are a blowout at this point when we we start reminiscing. By the way, I only watch that show in reruns. Right, I saw it the first round. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> here's a pitch. Good job by O'Brien reading the the would-be tackler getting a late pitch out to the ball carrier that time. I think that's still available in reruns. I mean, oh, it's on Netflix. Is it? Yeah. The last ball carrier was uh, Damari Rowland that time. I believe it is now number six in there. I've been watching. The real number six. Yeah, the real number six. Not that number five. No. Three wideouts this way now for Eastern. Second down and eight. Quarterback O'Brien keeps it himself. Cuts up the middle for another about three yards. I was telling you on the ride over here, had a chance to see a, a pretty good movie that, uh, you know, it's been out for a while now, but it's making its run on, I think it was on Showtime where I saw it, but uh, Get Out. Yeah. A, a thriller by uh, Jordan Peele. It was uh, very well written and well done. I've heard a lot of good things about that movie. Yeah, check it out if you do get a chance. Had a really interesting plot. A lot of horror movies don't. Right. I really wouldn't call it a horror movie, more of a thriller. Split backfield. Looking to throw, pass down the middle of the field. Mm. Short, incomplete, intended for Terry McCord. The long pass will keep the clock moving here on that incompletion. It's 9 o'clock, and you're listening to WJSZ, Ashley Owasso. Home of high school football here in mid-Michigan. Really, your home. Glad to be out here every single Friday night covering mid-Michigan like a blanket. It's, it's always nice when we're able to expand our coverage. You know, the, a lot of folks can't seem to do that. Absolutely. And, it, you know, what helps us do that is uh, our tremendous sponsorship. It's just yeah. amazing how many people hop on board. They know we've been doing it for a long, long time. Punt deal here. Maybe. No. O'Brien going to try and get the first down himself, and I don't think he got it. Let's see if he got it with that last second stretch. He was able to reach out. I don't know if his knee was down first or not. They're going to move it back about a half a yard from where he tried to spot the ball. Uh, they're looking it over, and they're going to say, no, he's short. I thought he was short. Not a bad effort, but. so they'll... It's always in the spot, Ted. Yes, it is. It looked like he was quite a bit short. The last yeah. stretch got him a little closer, but so it'll be St. John's now with the football. Now I thought they were supposed to stop the clock in this possession. situation on the change of possession. I thought they keep it running if it was gets it to tips? fifty. Is that right? Yeah, tips. Turnovers. I don't remember. I didn't bring my sheet with me. Injuries, penalties, yep. I don't remember what yep. it is. You're right, though. 
I'll have my cheat sheet next game. Yeah, I got a feeling we'll have another one coming. I out. got a feeling. So St. John's with the football now, looking to close this one out. Looks like they got a backup quarterback in there, number 21, Brock Miller, running the QB position. That was uh, from eight on the carry, brought down for a loss of about a yard or so. Hernandez, Hernandez Ortiz in on that last tackle for Lansing Eastern. Everybody getting in on the action tonight. That's one nice thing about it. If you're a fan of Eastern, though, hang with them. I mean, they're trying to build the program with their first-year head coach, Jordan Morgan. It's pretty tough after 31 straight losses, but they're going to keep playing every week. Here's the ball here, Keegan Kinney that time, stacked up at the line of scrimmage, no gain. Clock will continue to run. Well, after this one's over, we'll pack up, make our way to the studios, and put on another sports forum program for you. It's your chance to call talk sports, whether you're a Michigan fan, Michigan State fan, high school football fan. We'll, we'll talk whatever you want to all the way up until midnight or close to it. Down to the final four minutes to go in this one from Lansing. It's been all St. John's in this contest for sure. So the Red Wings break their huddle. Their backups are in there. They finally get set. Quick snap. Brock Miller hands it off. Ball carrier stacked up at the line of scrimmage again that time. Good hustle by uh, number 51. Connor Aikens there for Lansing Eastern. Wasn't sure who carried that ball, but was that uh, for Maine again, maybe? That was for Maine. Yep. So 3.13 to go in this one. St. John's will punt it. Ooh, short punt that time. It looked like it went off the foot of the punter very awkwardly. They had their backup punter in there, Eric Farrell. Or was that Farrell? Was that number 34 on the punt? Jamin Medlock just uh, almost whiffed on it. So it was a low-line drive, went out of bounds. Appleby Oil and Propane has been your local choice for fuel needs since 1975, and they're proud to serve Shiawassee, Clinton, and Saginaw Counties with excellent customer service and over 25 years experience in the petroleum industry. They carry a full range of farm fuels, soy diesels, premium diesel fuel, NL gas, and 90 octane recreational gas, which is excellent for chainsaws, lawnmowers, and all small engines. Shop local with the name you know and trust for fuel online at applebyoil.com. When you need a uh, when you need heavy boulders or stone, choose the professionals at Mint City Excavating. They'll make sure you're getting the quality work you expect with the excellent customer service they've built their reputation on for the last 21 years. Mint City Excavating, locally owned and operated and offering 24-hour emergency service. Insured and experienced, call Mint City Excavating to schedule your free estimate. 989-224-2482, online at mintcityexcavating.com. 
Well, 2.35 to go in this one, 48-7, St. John's. Here's the quarterback, O'Brien, around the left end, has a little room, now comes back this way. Getting pursued, goes back against the grain, runs into one of his players. He ran left, he ran right, he ran back left, and for all that, got just about 10 yards. <laughs> Shortest distance between two points is a straight line, but uh, O'Brien wasn't doing it that way. Getting close to the first down on that one, and probably if he wouldn't have collided with his own man, probably could have had some serious gains right there. Well, five and a half minutes left to go in the fourth quarter, and not good news for Owasso Trojan fans. 62-7. to Yikes. Taking it on the chin to Fenton. Yeah, at least the JV beat him last night. Did they? Yeah. Saw that on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> now the Red Wings get called for a personal foul. Offsetting personal fouls. So they're fighting all the way to the end here. Yeah. I didn't see anything on that one either. It's got to be some chin music. Got to be. Here's the option. O'Brien keeps it himself around right end. Has nice midfield. 40-yard line. St. John's rips it out of there. think maybe Eastern got it back, though. They do. Nice gain by O'Brien. Finally recovered. Number nine recovered it there for Lansing Eastern. That was uh, Caleb Patterson. So they get the first down, but the clock keeps running a minute and a half to go. Keep it here at the end of the game. We'll send it back to the radio station for one spot, and then we'll be here for the post-game show. Or Red Wing fans enjoying this one, I would hope. Oh, the pace has certainly slowed down here in the second half. O'Brien takes it, keeps it himself around the right end, breaks one tackle, but then it stood up. Oh, nice hard hit from behind. <laughs> Backups getting in the action there. Good tackle. Held up by a couple of guys and getting to come in and clean that out yeah. like that. And O'Brien has really been the entire offense for this Lansing Eastern team. Pretty talented runner. Yeah, not bad. Not a bad-looking quarterback. Braden Barrage in on that hit for the Red Wings. We're under a minute to go, 45 seconds and counting. Eastern trying to get some points on the board for some pride here. 48-7, to 7, they trail it. Bryant looking over the line now, looking to throw. Throws one over the middle of the field, has a man open, and it's going to be a touchdown. Nice play there. About a 25-yard. 36-yarder. 36. Was it? Was it that far? No. Yeah, look where they were marked. Look where the ball was. Is that the 36? Well, we'll call it 36. I'll go for it. Did you get the number of the guy that caught it? I did not. I, I knew who threw it, though. I know that, too. <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was Tracy Holbrook. Ah. Nice play. Yeah, it was right on the money, wasn't it? Very nice pass. They'll go for the two. 48-13, they trail it. Here's a snap. O'Brien runs the option and pitches it. The running back takes it in the end zone around the right side. That was number 14. Lies Sean Blackman for the two. 
Cadwalder Lord Hahn is your local full-service auto owner's insurance agent. CLH Insurance Agency can insure your home, business, life, boat, or car with no problem and help you save money. Visit them at 200 West Exchange in Owasso or call 725-7134. Cadwalder Lord Hahn, proud sponsor of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle, wishes all area high school athletes good luck this season. Well, nice little way to finish it for Lansing Eastern. Something to build on before their trip yeah. next week at Mason. It's nice when you see a team that's really down by a bunch not giving up, and they're pretty excited to get that score. Yeah. Hit, you know? We'll be on the road next week. We'll be over at Mark O'Donnell Stadium over there in Elsie as it'll be the Ovid Elsie Marauders taking on the Chesanine Indians. Hope you can uh, join us at the stadium, or if you can't join us there, definitely lock in to Z92.5. You can find us on your radio dial. You can put us uh, our free app on your phone. I think that's the best way to listen. You can listen anywhere, and obviously you can find us online at uh, www. .z925.com. Just don't join us in the press box. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> We're going to be uh, kind of bogarting all the food up there. <laughs> Hopefully they'll, they'll have the same spread. Onside they kick. They take care of us over there. They do. Onside kick and St. John's falls on it. That looked like that was Donovan. Another flag. And another Jeez. penalty flag. And I'm not sure what the point is right now, really, guys. 24 seconds to go. But they always have a good spread over there at Ovid Elsie. Yeah, it's always usually homemade, too. Yeah. Like I told you, though, I don't think Sony's the athletic director over there again or anymore. I think she retired, and so we'll have to make sure that the new one is in line and right. gets us lined up with some good grub. I'm sure they will. Well, it'll be St. John's ball. Do you think they just kneel on it, or they got the backups in there and let them play it out? That Ooh, penalty 24 against, seconds. Penalty went against Eastern. I mean, if you are a backup and really haven't seen much action, you know, you, you want to let them play. Right. Close game, though, and you got the ball in this situation, you would just kneel it down. So Brock Miller in that quarterback, and they're just going to kneel it out. So that's cool. So 48-15 to 15 is the final score. St. John's picks up the W. Hopefully both these teams stay in line when they go through the shaking the hands here. Let's kind of keep an eye on that. Well, you know, we haven't seen anything where they've had to pull anybody apart or anything like that. That's true. You know, I, there has been some, some weird penalties tonight and a lot of unsportsmanlike conduct penalties, but you haven't seen the late hits. Yeah, you know, I mean, we've become accustomed to seeing some of those penalties unfortunately right haven't seen anything like that haven't seen anybody having to get pulled pulled away from each other it's just i think people are just john and the refs are being a little a little too touchy yeah i think so you might be right well we'll be back here to wrap things up but first to the studios for this 
Are you ready for some football? Check out the newest edition of High School Sports Scene. You'll find photos and stories on local teams and student athletes. Grab a copy at your favorite high school or on the newsstands today. For schedules, previews, feature stories, and more, pick up our latest issue or check us out at highschoolsportscene.com. B92.5 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. Well, the final's in the books, 48-15. to St. John's picks up the win. Red Wings scored the first couple of touchdowns, 9.08 to go in the first. 14-yard run by Brock Miller. Uh, that was followed up with 6.58 to go in the first, a 47-yard run by Carson Vandenberg. Both PATs were good by Blake Munger. And at 14 to nothing, St. John's. Lansing Eastern got on the board with 3.17 to go in the first, 27-yard pass. Trent O'Brien to his brother Tyler O'Brien. PAT was good by Tavon Connors Aikens. 14-7 ball game, and Lansing Eastern was feeling pretty good right at that point, but then it was all St. John's after that. Red Wings scored with 42 seconds to go in the first, a five-yard run by Brock Miller. They followed it up with 39 seconds to go in the first half. Uh, Jamin Medlock, one-yard dive. Blake Munger, good on both those PATs. It was 28-7 at the half. Then St. John's scored a couple of third-quarter TDs, four-yard run by Keegan Kinney, and a 73-yard run by Jamin Medlock. Uh, that was with 3.34 to go in the third. They scored with uh, just under 10 minutes to go in the game, an 18-yard run, Donovan Freemate. Uh, the point after on that last one was no good. That was a 48-7 game, and then Lansing Eastern, Capped it off with 24 seconds to go. A 36-yard pass, Trent O'Brien to Tracy Holbrook. Lyshawn Blackman had the two-point run. Final score, 48-15. How about the stats, Bart? Well, the big stat is uh, St. John's on the ground over 400 yards. Wow. Uh, being led by uh, Brock Miller, 110 yards and two touchdowns. And that's just the, during the uh, the meaningful action, if you know what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. Uh, Keegan Klein or Kenny, I'm sorry, uh, 94 yards and a touchdown. Um, you know, you look at uh, uh, Vandenberg; he had uh, close to 80 yards. And of course, you know that that big run right there by uh, Jamin Medlock, 73 yards just on that one carry. So. All kinds of Red Wings getting all kinds of work done on the ground, and uh, big props going out to that uh, that St. John's offensive line for that. But like I said, over 400 yards on the ground while I was still keeping track. <laughs> uh, just big time, big time offense right there on the ground for St. John's, and that's kind of what we're used to seeing from them. That and real tough defense, and we saw a little bit of that from uh, the Red Wings as well. Player of the game tonight brought to you by Kingsley Insurance and the Mimic Insurance Group. Providing quality insurance products for educational employees and their families for over 60 years. Visit kingsleyinsurancegroup.com for an online quote today. And we're going to go with Brock Miller. Uh, the backup quarterback was actually uh, the main guy in the backfield before he came in as a quarterback in a mop-up role. He had, uh, like I said, 110 yards and two touchdowns in his capacity as a running back. So he is going to be our Kingsley Insurance, Mimic Insurance Group player of the game tonight and let's take a look at our drive of the game and you know what That's hard. I'm going with a it is very hard because there were so many good drives uh, I'm going to start it off and uh, Brock Miller or once again uh, that 14 yard run at the beginning of the game I mean that set the tone uh, 
Lansing Eastern was able to get a little bit of momentum back and uh, narrow it down to 14-7. But I don't think the game was ever in doubt after that drive right there. I mean, the way St. John's just methodically marched down the field, four different players touching the ball, having huge gains on the ground. I think that kind of set the tone. That's going to be your drive of the game. Brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso. Saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online. Youngautosales.com. One final score to pass on here. We'll have scores on the Sports Forum program tonight. A final. It's uh, Morris continuing to roll 44-6 to over Mayville. Hunter Nowak, 220 yards rushing, three touchdowns. He had two others called back. Austin Eddington had 125 yards and three TDs. And uh, all that information compiled by our official member of our sports posse, Andy Flynn. So we do appreciate his reporting. Final score here, 48-15. to picks up the win, so they'll move on and take on Williamson next week. Eastern will travel to Mason to take on the Bulldogs. Our next game will be Chesanine at Ovidelsi next Friday night. That'll do it for me. I'll send things now over to my partner, Bart Matthews. Well, thank you very much, Ted, and a big thanks going out to uh, Lansing Sexton High School and, of course, Lansing Eastern High School. A uh, real cool facility that we're uh, luckily being able to come to again tonight. I just like it a lot over here. Uh, big thanks going out to our sponsors, Alderman's and Lennon, also Allaby and Brubaker Insurance, Applebee's, Applebee Oil and Propane as well, also Beck's Trailer Superstore and Service Center, Cellular Connection, CLH Insurance, Fast Eddie's, Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal, Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance, Graham Accounting, Hub Tire Center, Jacobs Insurance, Journey Federal Credit Union, Kingsley Insurance, KP Auto Body, Main Street Pizza, McKenzie and Crosby Insurance, Memorial Healthcare, Mercantile Bank, Mid-State Sales and Service, Mid-City Excavating, Oaks for Insurance, Postal Connections, R&R Marine, Rotary Glass, Sports Seed, Sportsnet Michigan, Young Buick GMC, and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. So for Ted Fatale and Gorgeous George back in the studios, this is Bart Matthews signing off. Your final score one more time, St. John's 48, Lansing Eastern 15.